You're listening to DraftKings Network. Listen to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Belago. That's Alexis Guerrero. It's World Cup. We're talking all World Cup this episode. Nothing but World Cup. In the first segment, we talk about a bunch of World Cup. In the second segment, we do a cool interview. We got Jimmy Conrad and Mike LaBelle. And in the third segment, we talk about more of those damn World Cup games because that's all you care about. <laughs> Plus, it's oh, we're going to talk about some really gully stuff, too. And maybe we were wrong. Maybe not. Oh. That and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! El Mundial. Every day, multiple games. Some <laughs> of them you want to see, some of them you don't. No, I want to see every single one. We are so busy. Why do people want us to do stuff during the time when we should be watching television? I just want to watch soccer. That's I want, it. I don't want to be talking about soccer. I don't want to be uh, uh, We're working. Guesting I want another podcast. We're shooting things. I don't want to shoot things. Don't invite me no. to anything. Any no. any bar mitzvah. If any my mother, bat mitzvah. If any any band mitzvah. <laughs> if my mother was getting married, I'd be like, yo, change the date. Or Skype me in, okay? <laughs> I can't go. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's look. I I think I've for I, this is definitely the the first World Cup that I've also been doing a soccer podcast at the same time. This has been our busiest. This, has been this our, is less leisure than it's supposed. <laughs> this than is it's supposed to be not as chill of a World Cup no. as I thought it would be. We just can't like make plans to go do whatever we want. We have to be like, all right, so you're going to do this. I'm okay. going to do that. All right, all right. So I'm going to be here. I'm doing this. Literally, you should do that. We have the. Uh, the, the 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 game board of risk yeah. as we're moving <laughs> yeah, around. Sure. I mean, look, we're gonna have to take over the LB because I can't. It's just it, this has been back and forth. It's been but, nonstop, but we love it. We're having a great. We might be doing more than I don't know. Players of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, okay. We'll address we'll, that. We'll ju- we'll Welcome to the Cooligans, everybody. Come my name on. is Christian Polanco. Yes, it is, and my name is Alexis Guerrero, and we are your two favorite stand-up comedians who host. The funniest soccer podcast that there's ever been. And never, never existed another one funnier than this. And also, we ain't just the funniest. Because yeah. we can't just be one thing. We, we got to be a lot of things. We one are. of those things happens to be the motherfucking gulliest <laughs> son. That is right. And if you don't know what gully means, nah. you need to pull up Urban Dictionary yeah. right now because yeah. we ain't explaining it but to you. But do not pull up on anybody that knows what that means. <laughs> uh, so thank you again for listening, man. Uh, a lot. I think a lot of people have been c- kind of a, a, a expecting the Cooligans sort of response or the Cooligans take to to uh, to the to the World Cup. Everything. First of all, shouts to everyone who shared our little sketch. Yeah, we our did. little parody. <laughs> a little. I mean, I'll call it a big parody. I don't know. Big old parody. <laughs> Damn, look at that parody. <laughs> Is that a parody in your pants, mm. or are you just happy? To see they must it? use four hands. <laughs> all up in that parody. <laughs> anyway, yeah, NYCFC. If you uh, we mentioned it briefly last week, it had, I think had it had just come out the day. Uh, yeah. The day the podcast came out, or something like that, or the, or the day prior, but uh, it, it it was apparently a big old hit. 
Yeah. Uh, thank you again for NYCFC to letting us do that. Yes. Uh, for the All-Star Game, which is going to be August 1st. Uh, NYCFC, they were like, yo, Ishmael Tajirishrati, he's one of he's one of our, our best players. You want you guys want to do... So let's get one of the best podcasts <laughs> to represent one of the best players. And I was like, yo, we got you. Exactly. So and we- might I add, people were like, oh, of course they would do some NYCFC. Anybody <laughs> that asks us and certainly pays us, we will do it. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, it was cool. Happily, uh, it was. It. it uh, I, I'm happy with uh, the the response because I, I was I was playing soccer the other day and uh, and somebody was uh, walking by the field and they were like, "Yo, Christian, saw you in the NYCFC video." Yeah. Okay. All right. Not yeah. bad. Getting recognized. I've gotten a less enthusiastic response. <laughs> People have told me I look like a uh, crooked lawyer. Uh, <laughs> I should be. I should have been a Staten Island lawyer, which yeah. is true. Well, I mean, once have you heard your voice, Alexis? Yeah. If you were uh, uh, my legal counsel, <laughs> you should be worried. Your Honor, clearly my client is. He's way too gully to even yeah, be in this room, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> you mind if I call you, bro? Your Honor, Your Honor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's pretty. Uh, you know, it's it's tough to take you that seriously in well, that in that uh, in such serious circumstances. Now, all of you should wonder how I made it so far in corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bullying, yeah. uh, bullying the opposition. You think uh, you're gonna make that sale, bro? Uh, uh, yes. So uh, a lot of things happening. We're we're gonna get to the World Cup, but first, we have, before the World Cup, we got to talk about the World Cup comedy tour. Oh my uh, God, we met bigger than that, bigger we, than the World Cup. We, okay, again, uh, the Cooligans. Uh, teaming up with Total Soccer Show and Michael Majid of the uh, the Los Angeles Goalkeeping Academy. There you go. Also a comedian. Also a comedian. Yeah, we're not just bringing Goalkeeping Academy <laughs> coaches. Get up there. Give it a try. Hey, but he will do his whole stand-up set in goalie mitts. Yeah, so. while we're kicking balls at him, which is very impressive. <laughs> okay, it's going to be one of those Mo Ali yeah. training videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, make sure uh, again. Uh, go to WorldCupComedyTour.com. We're gonna be in. Pro- we're gonna probably be in your city. Yeah, so. we're starting in Omaha. We will go to Kansas City, Richmond, Virginia Beach, Chicago, well, yeah. Columbus, Cincinnati. Indianapolis. Okay, and there might be uh, some more added added dates in there, so keep uh, keep on. on top of it. So go to WorldCupComedyTour.com uh, and and look at the schedule. If we're going to your city, uh, you gotta you gotta come to the shows because it's gonna be absolutely sick. Yeah, and also if you live in those cities and you're a fan of ours, tell your goddamn friends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, tell your friends. Your goddamn friends, I don't want them there. I know, we don't want those. <laughs> uh, we only want Godforsaken. Uh, tell your friends, especially if maybe they aren't soccer fans. That's all right. We're going to be doing straight stand-up. That's right. So there's going to be... St- a little something for everybody. There's going to be stand-up comedy. There's going to be soccer. Uh, and Stuff. A lot of... Uh, great, a lot of giveaways. A lot of giveaways. Oh, great man. sponsors on board. Uh, on the Valley Apparel. Uh, uh, Roughneck Scarves. Uh, RX Bar. There's going to be food. Yeah, well... Good food, Alexa. Healthy, food. healthy food. Healthy food. Okay, not, not which I will begrudgingly <laughs> eat. It actually, tastes pretty good. I tried one. So, uh, and they're healthy for you. So, and, and just and like we can't harp on this enough. This is like such a unique thing, a, a unique experience for the the comedy slash soccer fan. No one's ever done this. Before. No one's ever done. So please, so uh, we need your support. Yeah, and if you want this to happen again, if you want us to come back, if you want us to go to other cities, yo, you got to support. If you if you live in a city where you want us to go, and we're not doing that now. 
share this. Tell people in those cities. If you have friends who live in those cities, yeah. you got to go to it because the more successful this is, the more dates we add, the more opportunity we get to come to other cities. We want to go to your cities. People are hitting us up like, why aren't you coming to San Diego? Why aren't you coming to LA? Why aren't you coming to you know Dallas? We want to go. But you got to help us sell these dates. If we sell out every one of these, yo, we're coming to your city. Exactly. So, uh, all right. Woo. World Cup, Here Alexis. All right. Before we even get into the World Cup, because there's been there's too many storylines, but really one of the most insane things that happened at uh, before the tournament even started, a bombshell from España. They out here firing their manager <laughs> the day before. The two days before. Two days before. Which is reasonable. One day before would be ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> the guy was like, look, we got to do it now or else this could look bad. <laughs> God forbid. We do this tomorrow. I mean, everyone's going to be really laughing at us. Uh, uh, Julian Lopetegui. <laughs> uh, which is uh, just a just a sing songy name, yeah, Lopetegui. Which must be fun. It must be fun to fire a guy like that. Yeah. Lop, Lopetegui, get in here. Mira, lo siento, <laughs> Lopetegui. <laughs> Lope, lo just, tiene que ir. <laughs> you're just really reminding him uh, over and over, just so you can say his name. Yeah. Uh, Lopetegui, you're fired. Lopetegui, I don't know what else. What, yeah. what am I gonna do, Lopetegui? Lopetegui. <laughs> over and over and over again. But look. Their uh, manager gets uh, gets fired because he he uh, accepted a job with Real Madrid for after the World Cup. Yes, which seems the hell. <laughs> which, look, I'm personally like I understand. It doesn't seem like that crazy of a of a thing. I think it's because we've been trained so much in in the. Remember when Manchester City did this like the first year of our podcast. When Manuel, Manuel Pellegrini, they're like, look, we're firing you. Like, in a few months. Yeah, so yeah. keep trying. <laughs> win us a couple things. And everybody was cool with it. And I was like, this is insanity. You can't do this. You can't be like, hey, Ernst and Young, I'm going to work for, you know, Charles Schwab. I don't know why you would ever make that <laughs> switch. But I'm going to go, but not like for six more months. So if it's cool with you... I quit, but not until much later. I'm still going to come in. But that raises an interesting point where, like, it's is it okay for the the club to tell you when you're going to be fired, and and uh, is it not okay for the for the manager to tell the club when they're when they're going to leave? I don't. What do you mean? I'm saying you Manchester City told. Pellegrini, you're going to be gone at, at at this point. Yeah, but we're not renewing your contract at the end of the year. Yes, and so, but they told him uh, ahead of time, and he had to still come into work, right? So that's that does take. You a, don't have to come. You into don't work. have to come into work, you're but you're going to kick down a few things. It, it shows a little bit of grace and nobility to be like, all right, I know I'm not going to be coming back, but I'm going to. I will. I will see out my contract. Can I ask you a question? What is what is Manuel Pellegrini, Manuel Pellegrini doing right now? I don't. I don't know what he's doing. Nobody does. So where did that, where did that grace and honor get him? Also, you think he should have just left once they, he was told he wasn't going to get uh, his contract? Hundred percent. Make a stink. Get your name on the news. Don't just be the guy who's sitting there as like a like a what do they call a them? lame duck? Lame duck. Don't yeah, be a lame duck, <laughs> Don't be a duck, bro. Nah, young. You're more like a lame duck <laughs> more than anything. You uh, just sitting there. Okay. So are, are you? So are you okay with Spain? 
uh, sacking their manager two days before the World Cup. No, no, not, I'm not in my. This is. It I, makes no sense. Clearly, there was a miscommunication. There was wild miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> OD levels of miscommunication. It had to have been that he didn't tell them that he was going for that position. That's exactly what it was. Yes. And the problem that what ended up happening was the Real Madrid players, the Real Madrid players on the on the Spanish national team found out. There were like two or three players that found out right. that he was going to be the new manager. Uh, so somebody didn't keep their damn mouth shut, right? So when that happened, he was like, "Oh shit!" Like they're gonna they're gonna say something, right? And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out with a pre- I'm gonna come out with a press release and tell everybody I'm gonna be the the manager for Real Madrid, right?" And then, but five minutes before the press release, he's like, "You know what?" Let me call the Federation and let them know that this press release is coming out. Wow. <laughs> so then the, the head of the Federation. So they're like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> come in and your press. And the guy's like, oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> let me I gotta, tell my let, current boss. I got I to gotta text somebody real quick. Yeah, give me yeah. a second. You know what? Stretch. <laughs> Stretch. Give me more credits. I just got to make a quick phone call. This is like when, whenever I'm hosting or you're hosting and someone's like, I'll be, how much do I have before the comic? You're like, yeah, about a minute. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then the comic comes off and you're up on stage and that comic's not out of the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. boy, you've seen him on this. You've seen her on that. Buddy, I mean, when I tell you, you might have even seen them on and now you're making stuff up. You're like, the chew. She was on the chew. You watch it, right, buddy? Yeah, this, guy. this guy. This guy watches it. Like, where are you from? You know, I should be bringing Where are you from? Then you hear a toilet flush and you're like, yeah, bring her up. That's exactly what this guy did. He's like, let me go to the bathroom right quick. Yeah, uh, and so ended up uh, letting the letting the federation know, and and I'm there's really nothing better than the than the press conference of the the president of the federation of the Spanish federation taught, saying like why they had to fire him, and he was just straight up like. It was just wild disrespect. Yeah. He's like, you- also, it's not really, it is his responsibility, but at the end of the day, the actual logistics of it aren't his responsibility. Where's his agent? Why isn't his agent communicating with his current boss and saying, hey, he's accepted an offer to, uh, for the end of the se- for the end of the World Cup? Yeah. This ain't on him. He should be focusing on the World Cup, not interviewing either. <laughs> but he also shouldn't be like, hey, before we do this press, did everyone send thank you letters? You know, like he should be focusing on the team. He's yeah. got two days before the damn World Cup. I, it's just so unprecedented. I, I, and for the Spanish uh, the Federation to do this, it, it, it seems like... It, like, yes, he's he, what he did was wrong. But you, you, take, you take the slap in the face... And you go on because it's too important. They're they're one of the favorites to win the whole thing. So it seems like the federation was like, no, we it's a, it's like a, a zero tolerance policy. Hey, what do you you more? It's like you're saying that they cut off their nose to spite their face. Like they they let their ego get in the way, and and, and like from a. But I would have done the same thing. If you would have fired him, hundred percent, because you can't show any weakness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If- now, and that's not just because I'm wearing a suit right now <laughs> that I say this. But you can't because then the next guy's going to do the same thing. In order to maintain power, you have to display power. Okay. Remember that. Power. All right. Remember, corporate America, Alexis. Corporate America. This is, this is corporate Alexis. You're getting, right? this is Oxnard Guerrero talking. Okay. <laughs> Y'all thought he was smart. Nah, he's a tycoon. We never left corporate America. <laughs> And yo, in order to maintain power, you have to display. You can't let him do this because then the next guy's going to do this. Now, mind you. What if it costs you the World Cup? 
It is what it is. We just won one. <laughs> we just we just won one. Yeah. Okay. They, they won. Didn't they win World Cup, Euro, World Cup? Uh, that was uh, 2000. Uh, what was it? 2010? Oh, no, they won Euro, World Cup, Euro. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 20, uh, 2008, 2010, Bro, we just had to fire the guy. Got to fire him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I actually, to be honest, I don't think it's a fireable offense. I think, if anything, he should have fired his agent and blamed him. You could always rehire the guy. He just got you the deal. He's going to get paid. Okay. <laughs> you send him a text like, look, bro, I got to put, you got to, you got to hold this right now. <laughs> you and that's it. Take the, yeah. Take this L. Take this L. Yeah. And I'll bring you right back. You're getting paid. You're still getting your money. Okay. That's what you got to do. You got to make it look like it wasn't your fault. Uh, Everybody with me? I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it was absurd. Uh, just like you let it, you let it go. I mean, what, there's no real, uh, there's no real benefit to to firing him and especially so close to the World Cup, it's yeah. just perception. That's Pers- literally the only thing you gain. I mean, is this office politics? It's a goddamn World Cup. All I'm saying is that's the only thing you get. Right? I agree with you. <laughs> just this like, is really dumb. I would have done it. It's just at the Federation, they're like over the water cooler. Like, can you believe what yeah. Lopetegui did? Yeah, I know. Ugh, <laughs> Lopetegui again. <laughs> wow, his performance review is gonna be. I think it's gonna be very negative. Yeah. It's almost like he doesn't even care about us. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just just uh, crazy, I, and and I hope. Look, and and, and we saw, and, and we're going to talk about the, the 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 game with Spain and Portugal. But who says the World Cup is such a mentally taxing time and mentally taxing tournament? Yeah, you know, everyone in the world is watching. Uh, and 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 that pressure, you we saw it in the in the in the day one games for a lot of the teams where they make mistakes. Uh, because there's too much pressure, and and what did two of the two of the best teams uh, supposedly going in? They're the only ones who actually took three points from their first games. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Or like the, the a lot of the teams that you expected to win did not. Yeah, uh, either through upset or just like lack of focus or whatever. But there's a lot of pressure. So the fact that they would fire him two days before the World Cup begins is just it. it, it it's it, there. That's it. Spain is not winning anything. If they do, I mean, it would be insanity. Why? They drew. They drew, but it, it this again, it's just a more of a mental game. It's like, I know that the, the guy that they replaced him with, I forgot his name. He's not like some throwaway manager. He's a good, he's a, he's an experienced manager, but still what it does to the psychology of a, of a squad going into, going into world cup. It's, it's, it's more negative than positive. That's what I'm saying. I you agree think the, with you. you think the players are like, Oh, I'm so glad they, they got rid of him. How dare he? Yeah. Sergio Ramos like, you gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. <laughs> I don't want any weird stuff when I go back to Real Madrid. It's going to be awkward, but he knows what he did. You know what I mean? <laughs> I look crazy at, at the end of the day, you should, do it, but also I understand why you do it, and I've already said I would do it, <laughs> right? Because you got to save face. But I think I think Spain is one of the few teams in this tournament that they have leaders on the pitch. They got Iniesta. He should have been player coach. Son, we don't need nobody. He's been here for what the last eight World Cups. Yeah, you know what I mean. How old is he now? You're gonna <laughs> be fine. I think you're gonna be fine. Also, Ronaldo. Will not get hat tricks every time you play him. <laughs> so you're good. Um, yes. Uh, look, it, it, it was a. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the game in more detail later. But the it, there's no. Yeah, there's nothing. They're going to be I'm, fine. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be fine. But I think with without that, dr- like drastic change, they would have. They would have been dominant or or just a little bit more. Uh, uh, 
mentally sort of stable in, 100%. in, in but those you know games. What, they, what, what builds that what builds that sort of bond with your team a little bit better than you know drawing in the in the in the end. I mean, look, they could also rip it apart, but I have a feeling because they are an, a little bit of an older team. Um, and they have a little bit more, you know, uh, you know, experience. They're gonna be fine. At least that's what I think. Okay. But how wrong was I? I picked nothing but losers. This entire <laughs> thing. So, so, so the the World Cup began on uh, last week on Thursday. Uh, Russia opening uh, opening it up. Yeah. Against Saudi Arabia, and uh, yeah, they they definitely. Uh, Opened it up. No boy did that. Uh, what a lucky pick. Uh, yeah. How did Saudi Arabia qualify for the World Cup when they've never played soccer before? How is that possible? Huh? Well, there was a lot of uh, fun moments. Do they just let the Saudi princes play? Is that it? Yeah, they just have, uh, they all have, uh, I don't even know what the thing is called that they wear, like the salting yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That'd be cool. That'd be dope as if FIFA allowed that uniform, that'd be dope. It has to be the same color as the, the kit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the green. Uh, look, uh, more than no one, I think no one really expected Russia to play as well as they did. But uh, Vladimir Putin was there to. Uh, it's also the the opener in your home country. I don't think an opener has Russia, ever lost. Russia is the worst team in this tournament. They haven't. They hadn't won. I think in seven games. They're probably playing the worst, but I don't think they are the worst team. Well, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, when you no, see them not. play, we all saw Saudi, saw Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. I feel like it's not that tough anymore. You know what I mean? Saudi Arabia now seems like the worst team <laughs> yeah. in the World Cup. Also, I mean, you know, when they qualify, they qualify with a bit of an easier group than anyone else. And I mean, Russia certainly doesn't have it harder, but I feel like if you're where Saudi Arabia is, you get some easier games through qualifying. Uh, yeah, you, but the, yeah, because because the Asian uh, that area is not as uh, you know rich with talent. Yeah. And, but everyone was talking about how bad Russia was leading up to the tournament that I was like, oh, this is just going to be a terrible game and nobody's going to really score anything. But Russia was like, they, I mean, they, they seemed more uh, like they were just like physically overpowering over the, the Saudi Arabians. Yeah, they're big. Juiced up monsters out there. <laughs> Just <laughs> Ivan Dragos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I break you. Every one of them. They, I mean, they really did make them, they pushed them around. Uh, I fight for me. I don't know. Wait, that was the old wrong character. <laughs> I fight for me. <laughs> Which, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, in Rocky yeah, all Rocky. of a sudden. <laughs> ah, I fight for me. Why am I here? <laughs> uh, Better movie. Adrian. Better movie. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here, Adrian? Yeah, uh, better movie. That's why we. That's why we need to. We need to put Arnold Schwarzenegger in in different movies. Can we get him on a green screen and just <laughs> put him in movies? I would rewatch Rocky, Rocky Four, right? If he was Ivan yeah. Drago. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> but um, the tournament itself uh, started with uh, uh, there was an opening summer, opening ceremony. Robbie Williams. I never watch the opening ceremony. I I usually don't, uh, but I felt like I was. Uh, I'm not a fan of the pageantry. You're not a fan. You're fan. You're, you're not a fan of any pageantry. No, okay? not at all. Hey, everybody dressed all nice going to this. Like, nah, give me, give me, give me my Nikes. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> and a button down. Oh my god, now we're talking. <laughs> so 
Uh, but Robbie Williams uh, had a, the singer, dude, I, he's like one of these just... He sang a song called Millennium, and that's all I've ever yeah, heard Yeah, he's just like, him. you know, he's a pop singer, been around for years, but there was a... There was he was a, in a boy band in England at one point or something. Okay. Uh, but he, he had a, a fun moment where uh, he... I, I didn't know... He has a song that is... Uh, Probably terrible. It, I mean, they're all, <laughs> they're all pretty bad. But I think with, with a lot of these... Uh, World Cup, you can't really... You know, you're not gonna have Migos, Migos come, come out. Everyone's like, "What is it? What are they even saying?" So, yeah, they can't really be too risque no. uh, with it. But he had a he had a song that's that starts with "Can I kick it?" Yes, you can. Can I? Which is not you know obviously it's a cover. It's not his also, song. Yeah, it's an old hip hop. It's a, a, a tribe called Quest. Get it because of soccer. <laughs> uh, we get it, but uh, it's also it feels like absolute blasphemy seeing Robbie Williams sing that song. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then. And I couldn't tell because he would go, "Can I kick it?" And then you would hear the crowd go, "Yes, you can." And I'm like, "Yo, rush! All of a sudden, Russians know English. Uh, a, a, a tribe called Quest, yeah, like yeah. they know it like that. Big tribe fans, are <laughs> So it was a, a a bit of a surprise. Uh, but there were a bunch of um, uh, sort of uh, Ronaldo was there during the opening. She's in real hard. Yeah, uh, coming out with uh, with one of the kids, uh, one of the mascots, and uh, they 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 um, they normally have like. Um, uh, you know, like a uh, whatever, like a uh, in the Super Bowl, the same thing. Like it's like it's because there's no halftime show right. uh, during during the World Cup and like what this they, is that this is that. Show. So they yeah. do. It's this. like a very like the Olympics. Yes, yes, it's yes. very much like the Olympics. Uh, and and there was an article uh, in the in the Athletic uh, about that exactly about all just all the d- sort of different uh, the details of the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony. I mean, the the weirdest part to me was seeing uh, Vladimir Putin just like sort of give the opening like statements and welcome everybody to Russia and then for the World Cup and it's just like yo this dude like murders his enemies (laughs) (laughs) so you let him speak in the opening though and I I maybe and maybe that was the thing that got the Russian national team really like Like, we gotta win we really gotta give our best over here wait till the like the the two Sergeys comes out that 30 for 30 (laughs) 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 yes I'm, I'm waiting for that. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to see it, but I want to see it. I like, don't want to see it, but I'm gonna see it. <laughs> it's gonna be nothing. It's gonna be longer than an hour. I'll tell you that. There, uh, yeah. So a lot of people had uh, issues with that, as as they should, because. Uh, you know he's a monster, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, there there was the but no one, no one involves himself in a foreign election better. I mean, geez, you got to give it up to him. The best at it. If really there was a so Ballon d'Or for involving yourself <laughs> <laughs> meddling in, in American yeah. elections, <laughs> buddy, I would collude to make sure you get that award. That's all I'm saying. But uh, actually, the Athletics article did a good job because I didn't I didn't watch it. I didn't yeah. care to watch it. I saw small parts of it. And I'm like, I'm just going to go make myself a cup of coffee. I'm not getting involved in this. So the Athletic article actually did a really good job of breaking it down almost like the way you would break down a game yeah like, like, here's what happened and then this happened play by play. and this person only had to do this <laughs> it was really really funny i um, mean we've talked about the athletic before but they did a really good job of that so if you don't have it go get it yeah that's, that's, oh, that's right really- and we are look this uh we are this episode is partly sponsored
sponsored by The Athletic. Yeah, we're not bringing it up for no reason. <laughs> but, okay. But uh, you make sure you go to uh, theathletic.com uh, slash cooligans and you can get 40% off your first year subscription. They, they have a bunch of articles like this, but just a bunch of stuff. Like, this is like, this is more the lighthearted stuff. This is the lighthearted stuff. But like, it just goes to show it's not all like, there's people that don't just want soccer nerd stuff. Yeah. This website's doing it all. So, you know, go to The Athletic. They've got some really great writers. My favorite part was the Ronaldo thing. They said he was like cheesing ear to ear. Yeah, you would too if you were getting that money, okay? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding FIFA, me? FIFA's Not like- only would I fire Lepetegi, right? <laughs> I would also smile real big if I was getting that kind of check. But uh, my favorite moment from the from the first day of the World Cup was the first goal from Russia. and uh, Which I was Dubuvia. Dubuvia? Dubuvia? I, do, I have no idea who's going to be. Let's just say it's the Bouvier. <laughs> remember, we were actually, remember when we played FIFA The News as the Russian team? Yes. And we were joking around and the Bouvier kept scoring. Okay. That was the guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah so we. It's, a, it's the interesting thing about those, like, uh, some of those, like, less uh, uh, popular sort of soccer nations yeah. is that they're. they're like USA. <laughs> one that included, and this yeah. is totally relevant to what I'm about to say. But they, I feel like the the those those countries that don't have that that same soccer structure have like the, the, their soccer players that, that that play in like eight World Cups because like they like who no one else has come along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like one of those dudes that like the Russian national team. They all look like 43 years old. Yeah, they all have white hair. Yeah, yeah. and like they just had newborn kids and they haven't slept. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. they look like they've been through so. much. Much. Yeah, they're all smoking cigarettes before the game. <laughs> but but my favorite moment from this game after the first goal, the 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 triple shrug from uh, <laughs> from Gianni Infantino, uh, uh, Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. Putin, and uh, I, I guess I don't know who was the Saudi Arabian either president or or prince or sultan. I don't know who it was. Yeah, somebody uh, from Saudi Arabia. Just yeah. The three most powerful people <laughs> currently, right now, in this game, yeah, in soccer, yeah, and the three of them, are like, what are you gonna do? Like, oh. People die, they die. <laughs> it really yeah. felt like the like all like you know, FIFA has their issues with corruption and scandals and stuff like yeah. that. Clearly, Vladimir Putin does. I think as well. what they were actually listening to was uh, Federico Higuain saying, "If this happened in my country, people die," <laughs> and the three of them go, oh, "Yes, know, just- <laughs> also in our countries, people die." <laughs> But that it really felt like soccer at that seeing that image of those three people be that like sort of like chill about anything <laughs> anyway. really make make soccer seem so unimportant because you know they weren't saying they're like oh by the way they ran out of chicken salad <laughs> that wasn't and they were like oh who cares we're powerful people we can have whatever we want whenever we want we don't mind that was not it they yeah. were specifically shrugging because something sinister <laughs> had either happened or had been agreed upon and that's exactly. I don't care who hears this. I don't care what you say. That's a hundred percent why the all three of them shrug. <laughs> it was uh, uh, pretty absurd. So the, um, but look, it was a, it was a, it was a fun start, man. I, I think the just the fact that uh, rush like it. Russia's they have they have a lot of problems because obviously they got the World Cup and not the. Chillest of ways, yeah. right? Yeah, they not not really all above board, but just, we both just, just did a shrug, just triple shrug. They we got just, they triple shrugged their way. But someone's like, you know how you got this World Cup, right? You did X, Y, and Z, and they all went. Oh, what are you gonna do? Look at the pageantry; it was worth it. Um, so I think it's very important for. It's like the 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 the, first, the opening game is the is the opening comic on a show. Yeah, it has to be 
It doesn't have to be the best comic. No, but it, you got to have the right energy. They got to have the right energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what it was. It was just like, I mean, sorry for Saudi Arabia. Any Saudi Arabia fans? Sorry. Uh, no, actually, congratulations. No one could take a punch like you guys. I mean, that was beautiful. <laughs> what you did for Russia to make sure their World Cup starts off without a hitch was a yeah. beautiful thing. Uh, and and, and all- if you are a Russian fan, five goals is a lot of fun to watch. Exactly. If you're a Saudi Arabia fan, oof. Sure. I'm sure you didn't watch after the third goal, but that was... Yeah, has Saudi Arabia been in the World Cup before? Uh, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they, yeah, they, they, I feel like they didn't know. Like it was like first day of school, they didn't know anybody in class, and yeah. they, they just like <laughs> you know, they were very confused because they're like, we keep winning the Saudi Arabia Cup of Nations. <laughs> uh, How are we playing so badly against Russia? Yeah, um, but but they, there was a there were issues with um, they, so in, in general they want the tournament to go well because uh, a lot of people care about what's going on in Russia. Politically and all this stuff, so it's like it's anything that is that's good press for for them is uh, is exciting and and, and and positive. But um, like they were, I, I had read some reports that uh, there were notices uh, to uh, traveling fans going into Russia, especially gay fans. They said to, uh, they told them to not show affection in Russia because Russian people. Hey, but they can't stand gay people, and they will just attack people. Uh, and I've, I like—I think Vice did a thing on this. Yeah, uh, I seems like saying, a great place to host a uh, multinational <laughs> tournament. They should. It's like this I'm is really the- happy. That, uh, <laughs> Russia put their name in for this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So look, even uh, uh, we're hoping that the, the that stuff is absolutely minimal. Uh, I would love to tell just a guy in a deli in Queens. They told gay people not to show affection. They're like, oh, if I woke up and you can't show gay, like they'd be so confused with the stereotypes in their head of the sport. I don't wait. Uh, what? Because what, uh, they think soccer is gay. Oh, okay. You could yes, just yes. do the woke up, huh? <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. So yeah. Look. I. I it, it, in general, good start. And uh, but <laughs> we just talked about three like bad world leaders. <laughs> You're like, great start. No, but it, w- it at least had like a fun and silly moments yes, to, to, that is to, true. to talk about. And because that's what kind of th- that triple shrug uh, was kind of going uh, viral on Twitter. We need those moments. We do because there's a lot of bad stuff, especially next year, next uh, cycle when it's in uh, Qatar. Please. Give us more fodder like this. To so, talk about. Uh, so, and, and so before we even go forward, we uh, we recorded our podcast uh, before the announcement of 2026. We did it. Uh, we did it. So it's official. Uh, United States, Canada, Mexico will be hosting the 2026 World Cup. So the Cooligans is going nowhere up until 2026. <laughs> at least uh, we're not gonna. You, you don't want to go to Qatar to to watch some World Cup games. Oh, we'll go to Qatar. <laughs> uh, Can I get a really big umbrella? Is that possible? <laughs> uh, Okay, so but so that that is exciting, and I think a, a lot of people, some people are mad that like we have the this country, this country shouldn't even get the World Cup if we don't have pro rel. We have those people, and then we have the people that are like, uh, you know, we've heard the stories of people who went to the '94 World Cup, and like like we're gonna be talking about him in a moment. Landon Donovan was like, I went to my first World Cup, and that made me. That triggered me and inspired me to become the soccer player that I that I yeah. that I was in my career. It's I mean this World Cup is already I mean look at just look at Iceland, look at how well they did in the Euros, and we've seen documentary yeah. after documentary about how much the kids in that country now were sort of inspired to play soccer. Three hundred thousand, three hundred thirty thousand people they qualified, we didn't. So there's clearly not just watching your team do well in the World Cup, but having a World Cup in your country, especially in a country where soccer isn't the number one sport. 
That's massive. So it's going to be huge. You're going to see, uh, you know, will we even be alive? But, you know, 2036, you know, that that year. Let's see what those soccer players look like because it's the 10 and the 12-year-olds yeah. that will be inspired in 2026. Yeah, and there's already a lot of people, a lot of my friends are doing it. We saw this online a bunch. They're p- planning on, like, they, they want to know what host cities, you know, they want, and they're, like, they're already planning, like. They're getting flights already. Yeah. And the and then they're like, you know, a couple of my oh, a couple of my friends have kids, and they're like, oh, my son is going to be fifteen, and it's going to be perfect, and all this yeah. other stuff. So that's like uh, already this is this is like the, what what's bubbling, and it, and it's going to be uh, incredibly positive, and it just it's going to leave a great influence. My hope, uh, honestly, uh, and and to the to the pro rel people, I'm I'm my hope is that MLS and or whatever iteration of soccer is at whatever level and i i'm hoping that by 2026 or it the 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 league is almost not necessarily forced to do that but i i'm i'm hoping that by then we're there where that where i want lower level soccer to be in a more stable place okay here's my point to this because i i hope i'm gonna give you hope and i'm gonna probably take it away all at the same time yeah all right Kind of what I do here. Uh, yeah. My hope is, remember when we got the 94 World Cup? They said you have to have a, a top flight league. Yes. You got to have it. So there were stipulations to them getting the World Cup in 94. So there might be stipulations to them getting it in 2026. And maybe, maybe something that feels like Pro-Rel or Pro-Rel as we know it in the rest Pro-relish. of the world. Pro-Relish. 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 Delicious. Yeah, Pro-Rel-ish. <laughs> uh, you got to try it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe something like it, or maybe it's exactly what we've all hoped for. Who knows? Now, the reason why I don't have a lot of confidence, I think there's there's evidence to, to suggest that that might happen. Here's why I'm not confident, because they promised, I think it was $100 billion profit. Uh, so they said, like, something. everyone gets, like, $80 million. Like, Every country involved is going to get this massive number, because there's nothing bigger than doing it in uh, the U.S., Mexico. And Canada was just like, I mean, we can't leave them. Out. So, <laughs> I yeah, we came with us. I mean, I don't I, know. What, I, <laughs> it's my little brother. My mother asked me. I, I gotta watch him. He's very sweet. Uh, has a lot of maple syrup with him. Uh, I think it was a decision made for the money. So I don't think FIFA had the ability, especially with all the little Loretta Lynch stuff and all that, all the extradition extraditions to say like, I will give it to you, but you've got to have Pro-Rel. I don't think that's the case, but there is evidence to suggest that that's possibly the case. If they did agree to that, we won't know it and we won't know it until it happens. And if MLS ever does institute that, they're going to say it was on their own merit. So we'll never know. And if we do, it's because it's leaked and it probably won't get, probably won't come out until it's closer to that event. So up until now or up until then, just kind of keep pushing for it if that's what you really want. Sure. Okay. Uh, but but regardless, it's going to change. The it's going to change the landscape of soccer. Yeah. That's I all. mean, even if all that happens is afterwards, a lot more people want to play soccer. So you have a lot more really good players in this country. Yeah. And those lower division players are so much better. Then you're going to have to. And it's worthwhile. Yeah. This. And you're going to have more fans. You know, look, all this gets solved with fans. The more fans, the better. Yep. The more fans for cooligans, the better. So make sure you tell your friends. Very about us. We we want to get uh, promoted to Division One. So please. Yeah. Right now it's two hacks up there. <laughs> Speaking English accents. It's not fair. Anyway, let's talk about talk about the men and blazers. By the way, Landon <laughs> Donovan. Here we go, Benedict Arnold Donovan. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, look at first. All right. So if you don't know, he he plays in in Mexico. Although they just can't. Uh, yeah, contract. he just. Uh, 
He's not going to play in the Apertura. He's not going to play in the uh, final part of the season. I guess technically it's another season. No, no. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Apertura, season, apertura yeah. is the beginning. Clausura is the, the last one. Clausura. So he's not going to play in the Clausura. He's not going to play in the Apertura. In the Apertura, the, the next season. He only played in the Clausura only. Yeah. He only played for four months. All right. Yeah, tu sabe. Right. <laughs> Here's what happened. He's rooting for Mexico. Here's where I'm a little uncomfortable. He's rooting for Mexico by way of a Wells Fargo ad. Yeah, so he's you. You've probably already seen these commercials. Uh, you've seen our parody of it. Very funny uh, picture we put out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we did a parody. I thought we just did an NYCFC parody. <laughs> it's just me and another guy that looks like you. Like, <laughs> like, why are you doing? You doing parodies behind my back? <laughs> <laughs> are you lepidagging right now? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, Look, he uh, you've been seeing commercials with Landon Donovan uh, doing Wells Fargo ads, talk, talking about how he's a, a Mexico fan. This is my other team and and whatever. So as soon as he put up the the, fo- the photo came out before the commercials. Yeah, the uh, so look in general, you can understand why pe- people would be upset with Landon Donovan. He's in a, he's the, 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 the highest goal scorer for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, and he, Mexico was his bitter rival his entire career. He is one of the most decorated American footballers. Uh, so so you can understand why people would be like, yo, Donovan, what's up with that? Yeah. Like, that's it's a bit ridiculous that you're supporting our rival. Mexico, the Mexican national team is our rival. Yeah, that'd be like, that'd be like Derek Jeter doing, like, you know, chase Bank commercials wearing Red Sox gear. Yes, yeah. So you would you, you could understand. I mean, you'd you be could, like, "Wow, for the money, yeah." For the money, you turn like, your back, Derek Jeter. Like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but like, yeah. Yankee fans are going to be kind of mad at you. Yeah. So, and here's my thing. I think I understand the political point he's making. The way people are treating Mexicans in this country, it makes sense to sort of, you know. I don't know what the word is. Salute, pay, pay tribute to the Mexican national team. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, honorable if you do that. Yeah. I got a little problem if you start wearing the jersey and holding up the scarf when it's a commercial. Yes. That, all of that feels real dirty. And then he's also clapping back at people. And that's this in is a really disrespectful. And this way. is the real problem. Yeah. Not, look. I personally am... Christian has a problem with this because he doesn't like Mexicans, but also because of the way... (laughs) Okay, slow it down. (laughs) I personally don't have an issue uh, ethically with the the ads. You want to sell out and and do ads for, for the Mexican national team? Whatever, dog. Like, I, I have, a, I have a right to have an opinion on it, but right. I'm not like, I'm not like Landon Donovan is the devil. No. It, also, but to your point, there was a way to do this in tongue in cheek. Totally, there was a way to do this where it's clearly a joke that he's rooting for Mexico, but or clearly not real. There's a way to do that. Yeah, and they didn't. They went all in, and he's just. Dude, hanging they, out they, on if, Twitter. They hi, if they hire the cool against the right the ad campaign, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be cheeky. It's gonna be cheeky as hell. <laughs> Little cheeky Nando's. All right, come on, like like being on a beach in Brazil. <laughs> Very cheeky. Um. So. Uh, so I yeah I didn't really uh, cheeky Nando <laughs> just we're having a good time right that's all a, great that, time. That's a lot a, of riff, a lot of riffing back and forth <laughs> a lot of riffing so I didn't necessarily the ad campaign like pe- I understand that people are mad at you I get that I'm not personally mad because it's just like whatever land on do do whatever you want to do do you uh but the clapping back on Twitter so his former teammates 
obviously, Carlos Bocanegra, one of the former teammates for the men's national team, uh, uh, one of the, the, the technical director. I forgot what he does exactly at, uh, at Atlanta United. He's a, Counts money. He's, he's a big, he's big counting head honcho. One of the head honchos out yeah. there. Uh, he uh, clearly on, on Twitter, he quote tweets Landon Donovan's original tweet with the holding the Mexico flag. And, and Bocanegra's like, really? And he does the hand in the face. Really, dog? Right? Yeah. And uh, then, and this is where the this is where he crossed the line. Then Donovan responds with like, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to look it up because there's no point. But he's basically like, "Fuck oh. you, fam." You're not paraphrasing at all. Chris. No, he goes. He basically questions Bocanegra's like heritage, and he says like, "Oh, don't you have a? Isn't uh, your dad part Mexican? Uh, I think a grandparent or something like that. Like, uh, isn't your dad part Mexican or or isn't your dad Mexican? Like, uh, uh, don't you see how people are being treated in this country, Mexican people? And then it's like, all right, dude, nobody's." talking about mexican people no. we're talking about the mexican national team you are the the you were the you captain the, the you provided so many incredible moments for u.s men's national team history and now uh even against mexico and now you're gonna you, yeah and now you're supporting them uh, part and and it's part of an ad campaign people rooted for you to beat the mexican national team yes you were part of who we wanted to help us beat the mexican national team that would be like i don't know like uh you know uh george bush uh, george w bush being like come to afghanistan for vacation you know <laughs> it'd just be odd you'd be like damn son yeah i want to see that commercial you know, <laughs> I mean, got a green screen because your boy's not gonna survive if he goes out there but i i can promise you the mission has been accomplished <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. out here mission is accomplished and that's you enjoying this resort uh i i'm I'm floored that he would do it in this manner. I'm not floored that he would do it. I actually, when I first saw it, I was like, you know what? Politically, I like the message this is sending that, you know, nation over, you know, or just people over nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. The way it's played out, really unhappy with. Because it's like, yo, you're former players. These are the, this is the team you, you went hard against over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the I could have lived with just the ad campaign. I'm like, all right, he's dumb for doing it. And again, oh, there's still a way it could have been done. Which yeah, cheeky. Yes, and I, I could live with that. It's it's the questioning. Uh, he did it for to a couple people. Bocanegra was just probably the more high profile person. But Donovan, Landon Donovan is defending himself and being like, this is why I did the campaign. And but to to use to to sort of get mad at people for for even having the nerve to question him is that's how it all came off where like you're you're part mexican you shouldn't even be talking yeah you know like that is at that point now it's not we're not even talking about soccer anymore it's uncomfortable yeah so it's like now you went from just you were a couple of days ago american hero yeah it, you it, it things fell off with klinsman and all the other stuff towards the end but you were still highly respected in the soccer world right and this just took you from like maybe maybe people in the soccer community knew, maybe didn't like things about you, and now the casual fan is just like, yeah, what's this guy doing? Right. And look, dude, if he would have said like, hey man, I played down there for half a season or whatever for half a year, and people treated me with such love and respect, and I've grew grow to love some of the players that are there because I played with them, and I understand that it's uncomfortable for me to root for the team, but I, I want those guys that I know to win, and I'd be happy for them, and it would be a great f you to Trump. All those things we all would have been like all right we're not that happy with it but okay no one could come at you but they're like yo you mexican dog 
You shouldn't be talking. It's just that's did. just uncomfortable. And and it also makes Wells Fargo look bad because then it's like no, it's not because look, they're being talked about everywhere. <laughs> well, that, that's true. This is what and you I, want. And, and another issue is that Wells Fargo was like one of the uh, banks that were involved in like the housing crisis. Yeah. and and scammed a lot of uh, Mexican people in, in in Southern California. So it's, all their commercials that don't involve Landon is them apologizing. Have you noticed that? Yes, yes. I don't have. I mean, we have a cable. But I very rarely watch. I generally watch this stuff on the internet, you know, and like cast it to the TV. But uh, the more I travel, the more I see like that. I just leave the TV on in the hotel room. Every Wells Fargo commercial is like, we know what we did. <laughs> Which is. And how can we say sorry? <laughs> besides a 0% loan. It's like all these. Apo- it's like the apology tour for Wells Fargo. And then you do this. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's also like when. If, I, I'm using uncomfortable because I don't know what else to say. If there's a bank that's doing commercials, that's like, yo, my bad. But yeah. like, just like, why work with that bank? But like, you want to know who the real villain is? This men's national team. <laughs> Star. They really took off yeah. a, a lot of the heat and put it on Landon Donovan. Yeah. This is probably the most brilliant, brilliant marketing campaign for Wells Fargo. I now respect Wells Fargo. <laughs> now that we've broken this down, dog, I would have done this. <laughs> Just insane. And uh, and I don't want to make light of how Mexicans are treated. And I understand what Landon Donovan is doing. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I I was just like, I don't know if people saw that, heard the audio from like those detention centers where people are separating, the, you know, ICE is separating fam- uh, kids from their parents and yeah, all this other stuff. Kitty concentration camps in this country right it, now. It is so you want there's a so there's a precedent for what he's there's trying a noble to do. aspect. Yes. yes, I understand what he's trying to do, but it's like, bro, you're even though you're trying to do this, people can still be mad at you that you're supporting the the U.S.'s rival right. in soccer. If you think what Landon how Landon, Landon Donovan responded or something about Landon Donovan's actions recently is awkward or uncomfortable again to use that term or you're not a hundred percent fine with it that doesn't mean you should be marching with tiki torches you know what i mean like that that is not the it's case not one of the other yeah, yeah. you can't that, there's a lot of gray in there but i like i really like wells fargo's newest campaign where they have sergio ramos saying drag down the rates of interest loans the way i did mohammed salah i think that's a really really good yeah idea for and, and they shouldn't be airing them in egypt no. I, that's so I, that's it's what I'm against. For Egypt. <laughs> it's actually for Wells Fargo Habibi, which is their <laughs> Egypt edition, which is <laughs> well, bold of them, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Gonna do? <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, it's just it's just dumb, man. Uh, like they're, they're, a lot of people, it, it, it's it, it, the shame to me is like the, the, the conversation that it kind of sparked and, and already Donovan already like uh, he you deleted know, tracked back and uh, on all this stuff. But like, it's like, dude, you just, you want to be a corporate shill. You know, we get called that. You want to be that, be, then go be that. Don't be phony. And we've said this on the podcast that we will 100% <laughs> shill for your company if you give us money. But, we'll start a show called Cash Check and Shill, where, <laughs> where we dress in robes only in the first few episodes, interview you know grime artists while we're cashing checks. All right. So, we got zero problem with it. The fact that he would, uh, that he would double down on it is is it really just shows like just a very short sighted not not understanding like the the consequences of what he was doing so it's just like be if you want to be the Wells Fargo guy uh, celebrating the Mexican national team go for it man yeah. don't respond to anybody on Twitter 
we get what you're doing. Make a little money. Uh, or just whenever someone's like, why would you do that? Just respond with that little bag of money emoji. And everybody gets it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, you Donovan, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm trying to get that bag. I'm trying to get that bag. <laughs> and that's it. And like, trying to secure the bag. People are going to hate you. And, uh, and you deal with it. And you move on. Yeah, but your peoples will respect you. Right now, your peoples don't respect you. That's right. And that's what we have put on the on the thing. On the scarf. On the scarf. It be, it be your own people. It always be your own people. It be your own mans. Yeah. At all times. You, always. <laughs> you gotta- Best friend becomes strength. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I, I have a good feeling Landon Donovan is not going to be called up for the uh, 22 World Cup. <laughs> yeah. 2022 World Cup. I have I don't know. I'm just saying. Know. I'm not, I don't want to put that out there. Necessarily. I'm not just saying. I don't want to be, I don't want to speculate, but I think that the, the, his chances. kind of just gone down. <laughs> kinda, got dragged down by Sergio Ramos. So. <laughs> and I actually heard that the Spanish Federation is going to fire him. They're very disrespected <laughs> by all of this. So, uh, all right. So let's, uh, we're going to, we, we got to talk about a lot of these games. Uh, yeah. we, we'll, we'll get through them. Just uh, up is down. Down is up. It's <laughs> ridiculous. What the, Germany? Come on, man. <laughs> Mexico? Come on, man. We wow. did it. That was incredible. Si se puede. Si se puede. All right. So why don't we come back after this? We got a nice interview. Huh? We were uh, down in Miami. That's right. We, we talked the, to Jimmy Conrad we and Mike at, LaBelle. We were at the, the Red Bull Neymar Jr. Five. Absolutely. Neymar Jr.'s Fives. Yeah. They're both plural. <laughs> it's Red Bull's Neymar Jr.'s well, no, Fives. The, it's not plural because Ju- Neymar Jr.'s is possessive, not plural. So it's Neymar Juniors. James, Neymar Juniors is possessive. Possessive plural. fives plural. I was just saying plural because they'll have s's on the end. <laughs> well, that's not how grammar works. Okay, Alexis. well I'm ESL and now you're being offensive. <laughs> All right, you're clapping back like Landon Donovan does. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. All right, so there we go. It's about time he admits it, folks. <laughs> Why don't you listen to this? We got a really cool interview. We did it down in Miami. Jimmy Conrad, you know him, you love him. Scored Mike it. Labelle, yeah, yeah, played in the World Cup. Played in World Cup, scored against Mexico. Scored against Mexico. And now Wachovia Bank is paying him <laughs> to be a fan of the Mexican national team. Watch this right after, or listen to that right after this. Yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening to The Cool Against. I just want to break in with a little bit of word from one of our new sponsors. We got a new sponsor. Ooh, that's exciting. And let me tell you something. We, we we jumped on a call with these guys, and they're like, wait till you see. This is the most comfortable shorts you'll ever wear. And I was like, look, I don't even wear shorts. I, I don't think any adult should be showing their shins. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why I like that soccer players wear shin guards. And they're like, no, trust me. You wear these shorts. You could swim in them. You could do whatever you want. And I was like, nah, son. I'll put them on, and I'll tell you. Yo, no joke. These are really comfortable shorts. They're like made of like stretching material. Okay. So like, but they don't look it. They don't look like they're stretchy or anything. They don't look athletic, but they don't. Also, they don't kind of look like trouser or slack material. They look really comfortable. They they are really comfortable to wear. They're kind of red stripes and it's got like blue and stars across the back. My wife saw me and she's like, what? You wearing oh, shorts? Oh, looking good. And I was like, yo, you want to walk to the store? She's like, you're going to go out in shorts? I was like, I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I'm not joking. They, they got like these cool zippers on the sides where like instead of back pockets and the stuff goes in the sides. It's just, it's perfectly constructed. It was like, it was made for someone specifically who loves wearing shorts. So if you don't decide that you want to go to Bird Dogs, you're crazy. Because if you go to Bird Dogs, you're going to get incredible shorts. Guys, I'm telling you, these are so goddamn comfortable. Just go to birddogs.com. That's B-I-R-D-D-O-G-S.com. Use the promo code Cooligans, and they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs dad hat with your order. 
Not only are you going to have cool shorts, they're going to have a dope-ass dad hat to go with it. That is fine. So that's almost like 90% of your wardrobe. <laughs> you, got the, you got the cool shorts. You got the cool dad hat. If you're, you a, if you're a dad, this is your, the dad uniform. Also, imagine you had that in a Gullia shirt. I mean, this is, the, this is the outfit of the year. Crushing it. You could be at the MTV movie and TV was just walking with that. And they're like, well, oh my God, what you wearing? Bird dogs and cooligans. And they're like, Psh. So, Get in the front row. So that's it, guys. Uh, again, make sure you support Bird Dogs because if if they if they uh, like what if they like that our fans are pur- purchasing some of their stuff, they'll advertise with us a little bit more. Yeah, that'll be dope. You'll be supporting the Cooligans. So make sure you go to birddogs.com, use the promo code Cooligans, and they will throw in a free Bird Dogs dad hat with your order. What a great gift! Look who we have here. Oh boy, we're still in Miami. We're goddamn Cooligans. You know exactly who we are, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the sex appeal is just gone. <laughs> really, the roof. just really taking attention I away mean, from us. I think. You know, hey, I hope. Me, I'm part of the middle. Of this yeah, now. I hope all the ladies, uh, you know, just change their underwear because Jimmy took his sunglasses off and it's staring right up. Look at a chiseled jaw. What's up, ladies? <laughs> if you're looking for a veggie, vegetarian that travels a lot and stays up late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. By the way, happily married man. Everyone, <laughs> let's get out of that, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know him. You love both of them. We got Jimmy Conrad and Mike LaBelle together at the same time for the first time, for the only time, <laughs> here on The Cooligans. Uh, Fellas, what are we doing? We're all in Miami to do what now? We are here for the U.S. Final for the Neymar Juniors Five Tournaments. It's an awesome tournament, by the way. I played in it this year in Kansas City in the regional. I won't tell you what happened, but I had a great time, met a lot of interesting people. <laughs> Let's just say he's here as a host. I am. And Mike LaBelle was here last year in the U.S. Final and crashed out. Tell us about that, Mike. How that wow. Yeah, can you relive that moment? Talk about that. So, Jimmy, what are you doing? Real quick, I want to burn Mike. <laughs> so, it's Mike, called deflecting. Like, I'm deflecting. That's the last time you talk about my work ethic. And staying up late. He got back at you. Yeah, so yeah, me for being a vegetarian. Damn right, I'm a vegetarian. I like pizza. Hell yeah. All right, now we're talking business. Yeah, I know, I know. We're in the pizza business. So, um, well, you guys are kind of... Do, we're all kind of like doing something here, but everything's everything. Yeah, and just in case, yeah, just in case people do not know, Mike LaBelle, he is the EMLS player for I mean, the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Conrad. Uh, I mean, what was that noise? Your favorite <laughs> former <laughs> favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player. I, yeah. I was gonna say. You never said that before, huh? No, nope, never once. I don't know. You, you guys might have never heard this before, but somebody here scored a header against Mexico. That's Ooh, what's hey, up. Hey, hey it's give it up. Good That's good. what. Hey, thanks, dude. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I didn't even you have to jump that's yeah. the best part that's a big moment it's major a major moment. moment yeah so uh mike what are, tell everybody what you're doing here specifically because you're an emls player but you're not out here playing fifa and stuff right. uh so jimmy and i are both hosting the event very cool so you're gonna hear our voice during the live stream where we have the finals for women and the finals for men and this is the first year that they have the women's division which is pretty exciting very exciting it expand it's about yeah. time yeah that's what's up time's up <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah, yeah and there's no and there's uh, there's a lot of stoppage time so it's yeah. going on the game's going on pretty long <laughs> so that's important where, wait where can they find that <laughs> facebook.com slash red bull that's where the live stream I, is I right yeah yeah doing. i think that is I, think, yeah. I think they're doing it on mine Oh, on yours. Yeah, but I don't oh. know them. Like, Must they, be nice, it, Mike Lavelle. Yeah, it's yeah. on. It's on the Red Bull Facebook Live. Right? Yeah, that would make sense. I'm probably cross posting. That's fine. Yeah. I think we all agree to cross. Just come hang out with us. We're come all cross posting this on Facebook. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If you don't go to Red Bull, we will have it on one of our Facebooks exactly. or right. all of our Facebooks. I might even be cross posting this on like a pizza shop's <laughs> Facebook. You never know. Uh, so you never know. both of you guys have been on the show. Mike, you were on the show recently. We played FIFA. We talked to you about uh, your EMLS uh, career and how that began and everything. Jimmy's been on the show before. Jimmy, Jimmy was has. It's been about a year and a half. You, you were on the Cooligans before. Uh, before we would be invited. You were the goalie. That's, 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 that's how I met these guys. 
was at your going away party. He had a remember you had a going yes, away. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you moved from New York that's right. back to San Fran. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Or back to Cali. That's right. Thanks for coming to that. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And our relationship was born, and now I had yeah. two more people that make fun of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so easy. Uh, Thank you for plus, that introduction, Jimmy. You know, the one party that everyone's going to show up to if Jimmy is involved is where he's going to finally go away. So, see, we can there do it to both. Yeah, they go to confirm that he's leaving. I don't leaving. believe what you're saying, but that's <laughs> no, fine. No, I didn't Keep mean going. it either. I was just trying to help Mike. Yeah. Before we came, uh, before we turned the cameras on, the first thing they told me was, uh, you look really hot. It's yeah. like uncomfortable. What have you been doing? <laughs> that, that was the compliment. That was the Oh, they're talking I look really hot. No, no, oh, we're yeah. like Jimmy. No, not that kind of No, Jimmy, you're killing it right now. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> no, yeah. you do. Mike, you look uncomfortable. Maybe go look in the mirror. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I, I, where's the mirror? I, yeah. I, I need to Mike, check get yourself, myself out. Get yourself right, Mike. Yeah. Like you got some swamp butt yeah. right now? We all do. Hey, we all do. I hope that's not the case. I hope everyone has some man pons in. <laughs> so, Jim, Jimmy, what's been I'm going on? the lookout for hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, man what's pons. been going on since uh, since the last time One you were on the show? Trying to keep this I'm trying to keep, you know, I'm trying to be somewhat professional. He's trying to transition this. It's yes. so cute that he's trying to be professional. I mean, we could just direct like uh, uh, direct all hot. our attention. Look at that. Zoom in. I'm he very hot. hot because I'm the only oh, no. one. I'm the only one working. Oh no, he's stressed. <laughs> that's not warm. Okay, it, can this be the shit on Mike LaBelle show? No, yes, it can, but we don't want that. You know how many you sure? I just got. You know how many viewers? Somebody just started that Twitter. That's Jimmy. actually what's going down tomorrow. Shit on Mike Live broadcast of Jimmy yeah. shitting on me. Yeah. So Jimmy, since, since the last time you were on the show, yes. Shut up and let me ask Jimmy a question. <laughs> uh, I've been making internet uh, yes. for the last year and a half. Yes, but you you moved you moved from New York. I did. Yeah, uh, you moved to the Bay Area, and uh, now you're yeah you're popping up more than ever. Even then, when you lived in New York, so you're do, you're doing stuff for AT and T. You're you're traveling the world. You're doing you're hosting events with. Mike at uh, FIFA tournaments. Mm -hmm. So what? EMLS or like e PAX East. I do PAX there. East. at everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm like the Ryan Seacrest of yeah. EA's global FIFA 18 events. Sure, That's the best way to describe it. Uh, I do weekly show, me on the man on the street for being be in the street. Mm -hmm. I say be in the street. Let me start that over. Everybody listening? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Can we? We cut? don't edit. I know you don't. That's <laughs> yeah. the best part. Okay. So I do a weekly man on the street for being sports, That's which dope. is a lot of fun and probably pop up there on your internets doing okay. that. Got my own YouTube channel, doing all that stuff yeah. still, and let me put you on blast right here. Um, you said a couple episodes, couple uh, videos ago on your on your YouTube, you were starting a podcast. Where is it? Ah, uh, yeah. good question. Yeah, Where is but it? then I started watching you guys for the first time, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, show. oh man, these guys are really good. We're Maybe I shouldn't good. even like, enter into the space. This guy should have been running for office. He's good. <laughs> Uh, no, I think Welcome. that's Roger Bennett, but that's a different story. <laughs> anyway, so bye, I'll say bye, that, bye. Uh, hey, 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 I'm a good friend of the pod, it's fine. Yeah, right. I'm going to say that, um, We're good enemies of the pod. Woo! Now it's hot. Now it's hot. Okay, okay, yeah. so uh, probably before the next European season starts. Dope. Yeah. All right. What's it going to be called? Uh, finish, Exclusive. Finish the conversation. Very nice. Wow, okay. which is what Christian's trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> or I started. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. It'll be not as long or good as these guys. It, it would never be called uh, Finish Your Chances because Jimmy never did that. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. He says he gets Mexico. <laughs> Come on. What are you talking about? He, he just high-fived me for the goal against Mexico. He got that one, and he's leaning hard on it. <laughs> that joint should be made of steel, my what? guy. Jimmy has splintering. Jimmy has more own goals than actual goals. <laughs> That's not true. I think that is yeah, true. We can look up that. Give me the, give me the numbers. You know. Uh, I scored 20 goals in MLS. Oh, never mind. 10 assists and had like three own goals. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I didn't realize you had 20 goals. The best part of that is that he knew all of those <laughs> yeah. 20 goals, 10 assists. Yeah, you respect. Can't. Don't take that away from him. 
Have you ever seen the Jimmy Conrad cards? They always get like the oh, we got some. Face. We have oh, some yeah, on our wall. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, dude, we have them on our wall. I'm like, yo, this guy, they couldn't take one good photo of you. If you, nah, got, if you guys exist. haven't seen these, I hope there's a graphic you can throw on screen. Every one of them is like one eye open, one eye closed, yeah. going for a header, and they just cut <laughs> that face out and put it on a card. Or what do you like mean? The, I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's like the face of someone who just got kicked in the groin from behind and didn't know. It's like, no, I look like uh, <laughs> Robin Williams' Popeye. You yeah. know all yeah. those faces? Okay, very much that. Maybe you guys have seen that? Maybe you grew up with that? Yeah, we, yeah. We're comedians. We have to watch everything. Sure, 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 sure. It's kind of a lot. Yeah, uh, sure. good, good morning, Vietnam. Maybe, maybe not Patch Adams, too. though. <laughs> Patch Adams, a little, little cheap. And that poetic something society. I'm not watching Oh, that one's good, though. Yeah, it's sappy. Captain O'Captain. Oh, no, that's a great movie. I ain't trying that's to really cry, good. my guy. It's a great movie. Smile. Emotions right. are not for Alexis. No, uh, we don't have emotions in North New Jersey, baby. I was born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't allowed to be. You nope. Nope. Mike LaBelle. Let's move on to Mike. Yes, you uh, you re recently were at PAX East playing in the EMLS uh, Cup. I w playing is strong, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to compete. And he <laughs> the point stares. Let him hear me. Michael Bell thing was when he did our show. He wrecked us three one, right? But when we scored that one, you would have thought we won champions. <laughs> and he was like, "Wait, no, come on!" And we're like, "Ah!" <laughs> that was the shared clip. Yes. It's yeah. them scoring. So what? you wouldn't even know what happened if you don't watch the whole no, thing. No, we have it up that you're winning. We you're have winning. it up yeah, that you're winning. Yeah, it's clear. Uh, but we were very proud of you ourselves. You were competing at PAX East. Competing at PAX East. How did uh, th this was the first uh, tournament for MLS uh, players? I mean, I'm sure you got to meet a lot of the other EMLS players. What was that experience like in, in playing and just being a part of that, the, the growth of the, 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 the video game side of soccer in America? That was a major first step for us uh, in terms of building out this, I guess, I don't know how you describe the EMLS with MLS, because they have like a really nice like center. Whoop. Just on mic is probably the easiest hey, way to explain yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> if, you, if you can't hear me, <laughs> you can't hear me. No, it, it, it was good. It was the first step where we've seen gaming integrated into sport in the, the proper way, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the MLS is doing it better, and I, I don't want to cause any problems here, but I think they're doing better than some of the other um, different sports in terms of integrating the gamers and activating them and being involved at the clubs. Okay, and, and Jimmy was there shirtless. If you guys, you well, I did. It was the, the final. I was streaking. For the, for the it's fine. For the, <laughs> we were selling you, very sexy Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hardworking, shirtless. Buddy, we gotta get them views. Yeah, I would, I would say stuff. though, with regard to EMLS, now if you people are unfamiliar with how it works in the game format in FIFA, it's like FIFA Ultimate Team, so it's the best of the best players. Yes. But for EMLS. Uh, you can you have to have three MLS guys on the squad in your yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Now for me, for for it to take to the next level, I feel like you have to play with the guys that are on the team. We had to use two from the club your, your that club. You represent. Right. So that's 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 pretty. Major it's good change to play. It, in a tournament it would just when be kind of cool to see one. them actually have to break down using the real real guys that play on the team. Yes. Yeah. So I you'd agree. have to use you know. Like uh, you Tyler mean, Adams. Not that he wouldn't use him, but... But like the full 11. Have, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a choice of using Kaku or Messi, you're probably going to use Messi all, with all due respect to Kaku. Yeah. But, but it would be really cool to see these guys who know the game so intricately to have to use these okay. players and learn how to have success, just like Jesse yeah. Marsh would have to do with the Red Bulls. Right, and also just like develop sort of like a game plan around those specific players right. like by playing with them and practicing and over I, and over. And I think you actually get real supporters. I say real is kind of strong, but supporters of New York Red Bulls maybe being more interested in the esports because the real players are being used right. yeah. as opposed to like well it's a little bit harder for me to engage because i'm watching messi and ronaldo yeah. in the new york red bulls kit which is cool it's yeah. kind of cool to see those guys in the kit but it I, does I sound like weird to be like pogba passes to tyler adams yeah <laughs> like you want I'm sorry, what just happened well i mean it's kind of that's what's cool about ultimate team is like the dream 11 right? Yeah, right but i think for it to really take that next step you can speak to it having the real players i think would make a big difference in terms okay. of like 
having it really bridge the gap between having your supporters come out and support both things. So you just yeah. talked about, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Please. So you just talked about how Ultimate Team is about having variety and customization. So if it was the entire starting 11 from the New York Red Bulls, then you would lose that customization. Right, right, like every right. Club no, that's only fair, access, that's fair. You know, on, on another side note, I'm definitely positive that New York is red this year. Right? <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, guys? Oh, that's that's wow. without, that's wow. without wow. All right, so you got not one even, back. Not even going to wow. fight about it. Yeah. Actually, I, th I believe he's got two We're up back. Well, it's because Patrick Vieira is leaving, right? To go yeah. to Nice? He could care less about these games, apparently. <laughs> it's clear. It's yeah. clear. Well, Jesse Marsh is going to be in Leipzig. So and they're like, they're like <laughs> Patrick, what are we doing? And he's like, Sean's the There's a uh, There's a, a loose Rottweiler. Welcome to Miami. Uh, so, oh my goodness, you can yeah. see the size of this dog. It legit is the size of a he, small car. He should definitely be on a leash. Yeah, uh, he, is. Like, he should be in a cage. Never mind. Are we in a bad neighborhood? Like, of course why we are. Are allowed this, to do that? This is Winwood. Seven years ago, this is where you went to buy crack. Now this is where you buy bad art made by someone who smokes crack. This is the most intimidating dog I've seen in five years. Mike, how did he, how did you? Uh, how, what were the results? He's so good, isn't he good? What, what this were is the for two hours a day? Like every Tuesday. I mean, I wow. Talk to me. How did you feel about the, the competition at the at the? You played in the tournament. Yep. I know you got to the knockout round. Yep. Uh, I how went to the playoffs. Yeah. How did I, how I did lost you? one nil to Toronto for the people that didn't see it. Okay. In extra time. Was that the the, the result in the playoff uh, last year against the Red Bulls? Was it one nil? Was was that no, the that aggregate it, score? They, they were up one on aggregate, but it wasn't one nil. Oh, okay. 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 I think MLS is red, right? Toronto SC red. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> and not, you this, not this season, though. Let's Kansas be honest. How's Kansas City be doing, buddy? Yeah. Uh, I think top of the Western yeah, Conference. Yeah, top of the Western yeah. Conference. Yeah. Oh, last, year. <laughs> last year. He's like, no, I mean when they lost. Yeah, yeah. We, haven't, we haven't got to the playoffs and everything. All right. Yeah, yeah. Actually won I, I can't wait for the playoffs because that's oh, when BWP stops scoring. How'd you feel about the competition? They at have the, the worst chant in the MLS. Throwing that out there to believe we will win. George. Answer Christian's question, or yeah. I was going to be upset. How'd you feel about the competition at the tournament? I, I thought it was great. I, I think that we're really on the come up right now in terms of North American esports within the the FIFA esports initiative. Okay. And the more tournaments we have, because I'm expecting the EMLS to be multiple events in the future as opposed to one event. Yeah, yeah. And the more events, more practice, and you get to learn how it is playing in person. So when you go to the major finals, you travel well, basically. And that's right. what we've seen. Germans and French players have been doing amazing when they go to events because they have more practice. Uh, I'm going to jump in here and say that we were in Amsterdam for the global finals for the FIFA 18 yeah, yeah. console um, console for the yeah, FIFA 18 game. Like waiting to jump and in. I was. And a, a couple of the EMLS guys got into this tournament, yeah. but only one, SKC oh, Alexander, no. Sporting Kansas City Alexander, is in London for the first FIFA E World Cup. Just when it we was, thought you were going to be meaningful to Mike. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> but but no, look, Alexander, is, though. No, no. It, shout I, out. I know. But yeah, this is the I'm only, I'm only upset because Jimmy... Like didn't like my fire back over or whatever. Yeah, I just coming, went up coming at your club. Yeah, you just gotta go. Let's back talk up. about this. I questions for both of you independently. Okay. Where do you see both EMLS and esports in the next five years? Because five years ago, I was shocked to see that people were showing up to watch other people play video games, and now they're filling out stadiums. So where do you guys think it can go, or it should go, or it will go in five years? Go first. I'm gonna go with three years, and in three years, it's gonna be not a, the question, but I'll yeah, let it yeah, go. Okay. <laughs> we're improvising. Yeah. In three years, it'll be a career, I think, for every player that's a part of the MLS. All right. In terms of having a union and actually building it out to be a sport. I know some of you guys don't believe in esports being a sport. Don't hate. Or some people video. don't believe in unions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, there's, there's both of those. Yeah, no, yeah. But I'll, I'm going to support you here. I think esports is a sport. I think the amount of time and effort that these guys put into their craft is insane. Yeah. And more than any 
say more than any time that I did as a professional. Like, you know, I'd go out there and obviously there's, there's a physical component that's a little bit different, but mentally those guys have to be incredibly drained. Yeah, putting yeah. eight to 10 to 12 hours in every day, right? It's, 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 here's what I'm going to say. It's a skill. There's so much. It's a skill. Like, I don't know if it's a sport. I mean, other people yeah, you practice. you guys are against it, right? No, you're we're not, not against it at all. I'm not no, against it. No, we love it. it. Here's my thing. against it being a sport. No, yeah. I don't, I just, the, the, the moniker that it's a sport. It, you practice, it's difficult, and it's an event, and it's a performance, and it should be watched, and it should be followed. I just don't think it's a sport, per se. Just like but driving a car in a circle isn't a sport. No, for me. I agree with you, yes. Right, golf, skill game, baseball Those are skill games. There's some athleticism in it, but if you can be like as fat as some of those guys. All right. I was just about to say, it's a great sport because you can be fat. And Jimmy was like, I mean, God forbid. God forbid you that. I can't call what you do a sport. But chefs, chefs work really hard. That's and they true. do the same thing. And they, they compete. Cooking sport. Yeah, yeah they yeah. compete, but it's not a sport per se. Yeah, okay. It's a competition. And EMLS is something that I haven't seen the Premier League do this. I haven't seen other leagues do this where they've really sort of unified some of the great, not only content creators like you, but also people that are heavily skilled like yourself and made it into something that you can go now watch. You can go to these events and sort of start to follow players, not just on social media, but like as a fan. That's absolutely incredible. So, while, yeah, maybe I don't consider it a sport per se. It definitely belongs yeah. in, that, in that world. I think initially we were both like skeptical about like how ent the entertainment value of watching people play. But I could be honest, I watched uh, the EMLS Cup and I watched uh, the, the events at PAX East and I'm starting to watch more and I'm the, the entertainment value that I'm also seeing is uh, the, the, the amazing top level rage quits. And you had a thing recently where you were calling one of the, one of the games and a, like a prominent player rage quit uh, when it didn't even seem necessary. I don't think he was even losing by much, uh, but he was just frustrated. But, but seeing how good people are and, and compete against the best and still get so furious so public you see how passionate they are about the game and i want to stress with the mls this is the first that we've seen that balance of being able to produce uh, content online but also in person as a spectator sport or as a spectator event we've never really seen that with fifa really like if you see the uh, the event in amsterdam that we were just at it's basically a live broadcast yeah yeah but it's not really it's not something that you're going to necessarily want to be in-house for okay yeah, it's a live broadcast a live production whereas if you saw the the mls it was packed out. We got people making noise. People were cheering. People were walking through. It has that atmosphere. Yeah. And that's one of the first steps to building an actual sport to me. I learned is, of it from the uh, E-World Cup. Yeah. And with that, I forget what it was. It must be now four years ago. The French dude wins in like the last second. And he's celebrating. And the camera pans to follow him celebrating. And the, the place is filled with fans. And that's that moment where I'm like, oh, I've been thinking of this wrong the whole time. I think it's like six guys that look like me in their mom's basement you know just dorito dust all over their lips <laughs> and then like yelling at each other over over like a like a headset and i was way wrong i was way wrong like these are people that are heavily skilled at what they do and they should be followed i think it's gonna absolutely i, I be think dope. to add another layer to this is that from an entertainment perspective you have an opportunity especially mls in particular to maybe get or using this as a vehicle get some trash talk in because i feel like we're I feel like I feel like we sometimes the same on this. it's so I don't know cookie cutter. Sometimes yeah. we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, or the league, the league doesn't want yeah. anything to happen. Yeah. So everybody listening, everybody gets apple slice or whatever. Be as or mean as we are to Mike LaBelle, yes. to each other, and also to Mike LaBelle. But, yeah, but imagine, <laughs> but imagine if you had your esports players. What if your esports players though That's great. could go? You know, we know this guy Kid Mamita who ran one EMLS Cup, and he's fantastic. But if you know, he comes out and says, dude, this guy sucks. I don't want any part of him. Like, it still doesn't feel like you can actually physically hurt that person later, right? That yeah, you could yeah. on the field. So I feel like there's a really good opportunity to create some more 
Yeah. Animosity. So Rivalry. And, right and, and us three are from the same era. So we grew up. See what I did there? Yeah. And then um, <laughs> just, just wanted to make sure you knew. Oh, I thought uh, you were talking about us three. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, us three are from the same era. So oh, I grew up playing video games where you had that atmosphere with somebody sitting next to sure, you. Or yeah. even when I first started going to tournaments, a lot of times we shared a screen. Yeah. We played FIFA. And like the crowd was just behind you. And they were talking. And they'd go back and forth. And they were part of the matches. And I'd love to see that introduced at some capacity into FIFA Esports, and that's what we're seeing now where you talk about cookie cutter. It is a production. Yeah, and it's yeah, very, how do you balance a production that's professional and a crowd that you don't know what the hell they're going to do? Sure. Yeah. I, I think there's a need for unpredictability, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think that our league misses that a bit. I think we need to promote villains, frankly. We need to create a WWE well, the, environment. The Cooligans are very unpredictable. We, I are, say. we are fully on board. <laughs> I think you guys should be at events. Shit. Yes. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm team you guys. I will I say this, Mike. Everything, everything feels packaged. Mike, Mike has been pushing for Cooligans to be involved in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's very because supportive. Because I think yeah. you see there's a somewhat of a benefit to what you're talking about, which is like they ask us to do events sometimes. They're like, all right, well, if someone loses, don't be too mean. And it's like, that's what the fans are thinking. Like, oh, you trash, dog, get off the thing. Like, we're not maybe go that far, but like, there's some, there's a degree of fun to if you fucked up, you fucked up. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And oh, if yeah. you didn't, you didn't. And it's like what Christian said. He remembers the rage quit that happened live. That was a little bit of drama. Yeah. yeah. And that got shared on so many different platforms. Also, is that guy okay? We need more of that. <laughs> I'm worried if about it. If we were at an event, we would have like five to six at least viral clips of people having bad reactions. Yeah. yeah. They're like, came off the stage pissed. Yeah. And you're like, yo, you just need like a slice of pizza. You know, like, I, yeah. I can see you, like, oh, you don't 100%. look happy right now. You look uncomfortable. Just tell like, when I walk yeah, We'll be on the sidelines. We'll be color commentary on the sidelines. I would love to watch that. Yeah. So well, I think there's a huge conversation to be had about that. Um, sure, sure. Actually, as soon as we, we saw at halftime, you were picking your nose. Can you tell us what you were digging yeah, for? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I can just see y'all making us so mad. But yeah, it, would be, it would be good for the, the, the culture on the competitive side. Of my well, there's a perfect place to end it, which is uh, props to us. So <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. I know you guys are super busy. We're super busy. Thank you so much for being well, a part of our show. We're going to be going to be talking to uh, Jimmy on the speaker series. You yeah. guys are all uh, right here at, at, in Miami. So we're Mike will be there as well. That'll be my turn to interview them. That'll uh -oh. be uh, quite exciting. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, Jimmy Conrad, Mike LaBelle. Make sure you follow them at Jimmy Conrad, at Mike LaBelle. Uh, so, uh, Instagram, uh, everywhere, yeah, dude. It's Twitter. You guys know what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Ah, uh, thank you so much for listening to Cooligans. We got a word from our sponsor, SeatGeek. You can't leave us alone. They can't. They love us too much. Uh, SeatGeek, you know SeatGeek, the official ticketing sponsor of Major League Soccer and events and all just so soccer, sports, concerts, everything. everything. Anything you need to, anything that's entertaining, SeatGeek has the tickets for you. You just go to that app, get download that SeatGeek app. And we told you about this before, but I actually used it once again in this manner. We were out. Right, my wife and I. It's our 12th anniversary recently. Uh, thank you for congratulating me. You did not. Boo! Uh, <laughs> he hates Boo! Love. He hates love. And we went out to eat food. Two things you hate. <laughs> and after that, we were like, yo, let's go check out a show. Let's go dance. Let's go do something. And I was like, yo, SeatGeek app knows where I'm at. And it found something near uh, nearby. We went. We had a great time. We went home. We have an even better time. And it was all because of the SeatGeek <laughs> app. All because of SeatGeek. And if you download the SeatGeek app, first time you use it, you're going to get $20 because you use the word Cooligans. Because you know us. You're you, getting money. Use the promo code Cooligans. $20 off. We what's, got you. What's better than that? It's like us handing you $20. Come on. We're going to show up. We're going to hand you $20 and I'm going to go dance with my wife. <laughs> uh, so make sure you go to download the Seeky Cap. Use the promo code COOLAGAINST. 20 bucks off your first order. 
Yeah, baby, we're back. Oh, we're back. Wasn't that fun? Oh. Mike, Mike LaBelle and Jimmy Conrad. A little bit of roasting. <laughs> little silly boys. Silly, silly boys. <laughs> That's their gang name, which that doesn't really bring a lot of fear. But uh, I had uh, we had played in the you know in the the, the game the, the the celebrity influencer game at the, You're the name only of, one who put celebrity in this. They guess what they called it? No, they didn't. They did it. I the li- creator game. So I I I watched the I watched the video. I watched the video of my uh, of my goal. It's online. Goal? Yeah, it, ha- it's, it literally has like two million views. Uh, <laughs> does it really? <laughs> it does. Yeah. Is it embarrassing? It's not that bad. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with it. But what is embarrassing is that LaBelle and Conrad were totally shitting on me in the broadcast. Heavy roast. Heavy roasting. They were like uh, because Mike LaBelle, he's the he is the the EMLS player for the New York Red Bulls. Both friends of ours. Both good guys. Uh, but uh, you know, Mike LaBelle's been on the show before, and we played at FIFA against him. But as as I give up the goal, LaBelle's like, yo, he's at NYCFC, and get him off the field. I'm like, yo, bro, you need to do that right now? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, he got a rep for his. He, I understand that. But like, yo, if you're an announcer, you have to keep it down the middle, right? Right, you got to be biased. You got to be unbiased. How far down the middle? <laughs> like when you redirected the ball into the goal? Hey, wait, went to the left side of the net more. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty down the middle of the <laughs> so, Or how you ended up in the net. Yeah, because I give my I give a hundred percent. I give my entire heart to the game, to the sport, to my team. Okay, you put it all on the line for the team. All right, that's uh, that's more than you can say. Okay, what? Like, what are you talking about? Because you I weren't was, even on the field. No, I was cheering though. I put my <laughs> I put my heart into it. You know, the cheerleaders are just as important as the players. <laughs> okay, a, you especially are... if you're going on those trips with the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but that was great. Thank you again for uh, for both to both of them for uh, being on the show and hanging out with us. That was um, really cool of them. Uh, so, more World Cup. Let's talk about these games, dog, because that's why people are here for these World Cup games, dog. They were so so fun it, to watch. It's a game, but ain't no game. No, it's ain't a game. Ain't nobody playing games out here. We're just playing a game. <laughs> okay, the matches, as they say. Uh, Obviously, we, th- that first game, uh, Russia wins five 0 We talked about it. Uh, get it out again, of here. So get, uh, done. It. But really, what everybody wanted to to, to talk about was Uruguay versus Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was the most solid show. Everybody was like, "Yo, when is he coming out?" It's just like you know, when you go. Very rarely is there one camera on someone on the bench at all times. I mean, and it's usually Ronaldo, right? right. Like uh, the, the, he's the guy everyone they want to see all his reactions yeah. uh, to. Anything that's, uh, you know, remember during the Euros when he was, uh, when he got injured and he had to get, get and out. He was like coaching. I was like coaching. Cameras just straight up on yeah. him. At no all. one's on the field. <laughs> no one cares what's happening on the field. They're all watching. They must have scored because he seems really excited right now. That's kind of the treatment Mohamed Salah. Look, if people are wondering, is Mohamed Salah a world class player? I think you don't have to wonder that. Is he a top, 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 top player? By the way, he's being treated during this World Cup. You got to say, yeah, yeah, without a doubt, he's like, getting the treatment of a Messi, of a Ronaldo, yeah, of uh, a Neymar. He ended up uh, not playing in this game. The I know that the the manager was like, we we were trying to be cautious. We didn't want him to hurt him, hurt himself. But 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 before that game, he was like, we don't mind taking an L to Uruguay. Yeah, but before the Uruguay. game, he was saying. You know, they asked him because every question has been, "Well, how's how's his shoulder? How's his shoulder?" And he said, "Oh, so, uh, most of that's fine, and all this stuff." So it's like, "Well, then play him if you." Yeah. Like, clearly, he's he wasn't fine. It's like <coughs> they would have played him if he was fine. Yeah, and uh, Egypt could have really, really used him uh, in this game. 
I think Uruguay could have used them. <laughs> you know, they scored, <laughs> in the, scored in a header in the last minute. Somebody told me it was an own goal. But I, uh, no. Uh, no, no. No, it, wasn't it was goal. a header. I watched it. Uh, shouts to uh, Uruguay. Again, I don't have anyone really that I'm rooting for, but I'm half Uruguayan. But also reminds me of my father. So. Okay. Yeah. We well, yeah, probably shouldn't have started with this game. No. <laughs> It was really weird when the when the Uruguay team just left at the beginning of the game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, surprising that he didn't play. I, I was watching the game and I'm like, oh, come on, man, just uh, that's, you know, this is all this is all I want to see. I want to see. Uh, for, forget all these other dudes. I know, like, yeah, there's a couple. There's a there's Trezeguet and all these guys I recognize from like FIFA. Yeah, like you know, oh eight. You're, you're there to see two people: Luis Suarez and Mohamed Salah. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you're, yeah, you were gonna win this game, but Egypt, Egypt has had a couple chances. Uh, I mean, probably could have. I think they probably could have won the game. Nah, it was honest. a Uruguay show for most of it. It was your Egypt clearly looks like a, a, a team that's really, really good and missing a piece, and that piece. Is in picture in picture during the whole game. <laughs> Mohamed Salah, put him in. Uh, next up, Portugal against Spain. Uh, this I, I watched this game uh, with Paul from uh, from Huse. Yeah, uh, which was cool. He inv- I was supposed to go to that. Yeah, and you, uh, yeah, you were busy filming the thing. Yeah, and you, you, you also took a picture in front of the place. You're really feeling yourself with these selfies. I took a pic. It wasn't a selfie. Well, you took, took a picture in front of the. Someone place. took a picture of me. But you were that was candid. That was planned. No, it wasn't planned. Eric, Eric I was hanging out with Eric Keating. I, I did you not. Just plan randomly it. looked over I your ran- shoulder at all the flags. Paul, Paul, this it was halftime. Paul, he's like, go outside. They just put something up outside, and we were because I had walked there, and there was th- those flags were not there. So Paul says, go outside. Hmm. I'm not sure I believe it. Uh, okay, well, I, I, you wouldn't lie to me. But I could care sure less. You're like you. You're the type of person that's like <laughs> you're a dude taking a photo. <laughs> Yo, you, but I mean, like you know, I don't know, like oh here, take this, like you know, a uh, lifestyle blogger. Like, like photo. What are you? Me. What are you? A teenage girl? Yeah, put a couple filters on this. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Take a couple pictures of you looking at the ground while your legs are crossed, standing up. You know what I mean? You're gonna do all these basic yes. ass photos. We get your opinion on that. Okay, yeah, we you get just it. can't try but, where I'm from. But but taking photo eight thousand photos of of a sandwich. Oh, uh, now we're talking. Did you do that? Why didn't you put that up? It's all about nothing basic about that. Now <laughs> go follow at not Alexis, uh, so your mouth can water. Right? Thank you. <laughs> That's all, but because it's all selfies of me. Nothing, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, it's just food. It's that's food. A, that's very manly. Very, very masculine. <laughs> what I'm doing. Okay, so I have every right to judge other people's Instagram accounts. I got the most responses I've ever gotten to an Instagram uh, story was when I was making fun of D for doing what you did, which was posing for a basic ass photo. Uh, again, you didn't pose. I, I get I it. did not How pose. Dare you uh, suggest that you? I don't. have no problem saying I no, did I pose. I know because you did with the one with the stupid ball. But anyway. Long story short, I make fun of her. I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm taking pictures and I'm pretending and it's, oh, this is what I love, blah, 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 blah. And she just looks at me. She's like, uh, should I be taking a thousand pictures of a slice of pizza? Uh, and it's right when the video stops when yeah. after she says that it, was, it came across like the perfect burn, which I love. I love that. Like, yeah. I don't mind when people make fun of me back. I'm like, yes, now we're talking. Yeah. And you oh, love it. So yeah, your, your Instagram is stupid. Your photos yeah. are stupid. Also, your face is stupid. That's yeah. why it's not in Instagram. I, for some reason, I don't like it as much. Uh, <laughs> we're roasting, guys. Come on. Is, <laughs> kid's a good writer. <laughs> he goes right to the meat of it. Um, well, every comment I got, like literally, however many followers I have, I think I got double the responses. People are like, oh, she got you. Pizza. Oh, you're fat. Right. It was so good. Real sharp. Real witty, yeah. these, uh, yeah. these Instagram well, yeah. comments. I think it was all you. How many accounts do you have? 
<laughs> I got those burners. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, watch this game uh, at Theo Pepe in uh, in 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 Manhattan. Uh, at, great time ha- hanging out with a bunch of other uh, Spanish people. Uh, and yeah, they were rooting for Spain hard. Uh, but this game, I mean, uh, initially, yeah, the the concern uh, was that early penalty. Was it a penalty? Was it now? Whatever. Uh, but the, the it was like Diego Diego Costa is I I, I tweeted this out is the is the greatest Brazilian to ever play for Spain. I mean he is yeah uh, he is what a team he almost looks like he does not fit on the team like he like looks wildly different than everybody else. His build is ju- just gigantic. Because he's not Spanish. He's not I know, exactly, but but it, it's just it, it's it, kind of like the first time like someone sees the Italian national team from a few years ago and they're like. Wait a minute. Who's that guy? <laughs> Who's the tall black guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. He looks like he's like, he like he can pass for Spanish, right? But he he looks like someone messed with like the sliders and the create <laughs> yeah. a player. For like the you Span- were bored. You didn't want to <laughs> create like a normal player. <laughs> you know. What if he looks a little bit like Frankenstein? Like, like remember okay. remember the game uh, ice hockey for Nintendo where you can no. like make the players. Uh, you can pick. The, it was like the skinny player, the skinny hockey player, and then the fat hockey player. Nope. And so, well, you all right? Well, you missed. I would have picked the fat one. Yeah, yeah, the fat. Ones, the fat ones were tough, and they could push the skinny ones around. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Diego Costa looks like. Someone was just like, "Hey, put the put the fatter one in, and yeah. he'll push the other ones around." Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, but he was great. He was great in this game. Also, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, almost Brazilian, kind of speaks Portuguese, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Close enough. The Brazilians were great in this game. That's all I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> all, and if you speak Portuguese as your first language, you played really, really well. <laughs> you are Brazilian. And let's be honest, Spain played really well. They just didn't finish the game. Yeah, that goal from uh, Nacho. Uh, uh, oh boy! Monster, just incredible. Uh, I actually missed some of the action because I was. I, f- I filmed the show. I, I'm hosting a show for uh, Thrillist, which I'm really excited about. Um, and hopefully, you guys all watch it and leave nice comments and share the crap out of it when it comes out. And it should be coming out soon because it's about where to go watch a World Cup game. So, like, I've got, sure. only got a couple weeks here, guys. Yeah. So uh, you have some plenty of opportunities to call Alexis Fat on oh another video. God. Please get in there. <laughs> Feel free to roast me. It's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, your boy's gonna clap back from a couple burners myself. <laughs> but uh, we watched this from Centro Español which is like this kind of like almost like a cultural center slash clubhouse. Um, it's like a, it's got a bar and restaurant inside. It's almost like secretly in there. There's like no sign outside. It's in an old Moose Lodge in Queens. Okay. So you really can't tell. It just looks like the f- the floor of a, of a residential building, the first floor of a residential building. You just can't tell there's anything in there. And this place was jammed. I mean, at least 200 people uh, all wearing Spain colors. One Cuban lady wearing a Portugal jersey, and she didn't know. She was like, oh, I don't know. I just put this on. <laughs> and we were like, get out of here. And she's like, my dad's here from uh, from Cuba. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, he flew in just to watch the games with me. I was like. Huh. Can't really do that. Yeah. That's not an option. <laughs> you, you, you were like, show me your papers. No, but he comes over. He's wearing a suit with a Cuba flag pin. And I was like, oh, okay. somebody's a politician in Cuba. Well, thank you for stealing all the toilet paper from my family, you ass. But I couldn't say all that because I had Thrillist cameras on me and had to be PG-13. But... um. Everywhere we went, the the like the good team lost. The team we were there to represent either lost or drew. And this was the first experience. This was the first shoot we had. So to watch as I'm trying to get like 
funny, quirky interviews with people like, you know, Billy on the street over here. Yeah, yeah. While Spain is just perpetually letting up goals <laughs> in the end of the game. It just, I, there was like, it was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of attempts. Like we did an outro, like, as you can see here, Spain wins the game. This is a great place. To, and then all of a sudden there's like, ah, behind me. And I'm like, ah, come on. Yeah. The uh, w- one thing I, I was surprised that in uh, this, oh, and just in, in general with the World Cup, it, it'll maybe come up in some of the other games. But uh, VAR, VAR, you know, we've, we've dealt with VAR, especially the last couple of weeks. I feel like it's been a nightmare in, in Major League Soccer. There's just so many controversial calls and so many issues or VAR not used when it should be used and all, all these issues. But I feel like in the World Cup, VAR is like being used. I don't. I don't want to say flawlessly, but re- really well. It's Where, also it's very sporadic. It's used. not sporadic. It's very um, seldom. It's used, and that's what I like. That's me too. Because remember, we talked about this, and uh, a lot of people are saying it that you know people aren't making certain calls because they think the VAR is behind, like yes. or looking over their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. If you're a ref, here we're seeing that it's like it's being used only when needed. Whereas in MLS, it's probably being used two to three times a game. Yes, and you know? and what I. I like what they made it clear to all the referees uh, at the World Cup. They said, uh, especially the linesmen, uh, they said they told them, "Do not raise the flag if it's a close call." Mm-hmm. So now that at least we can avoid the problem. I, I forgot what MLS game we just had that issue with where the where the player stopped. Uh, and they were like, oh, because he raised the flag. And then, but the ref was like, no, I didn't blow the whistle. So the goal still counts. And when, when everyone stopped playing defense. So that, you, at least with that, you remove that problem, right. uh, that uncertainty that would cause the players to, to stop defending. And the fear that a lot of people have is that VAR is going to stop having something to talk about after the game. You know, it takes away from like sort of the majestic part of the game where it's like, was it this? Was it that? You know, the hand of God, you know, all those things. Yeah. Clearly, I think in the World Cup, we're seeing it's being used to the degree where it's like it's being used where it should have been used like this entire time. Yeah, just in those really, really small and, but moments, it's, it's and everyone be, sort of it's being used as a tool and not as a uh, you an know appliance or not to be re- just so completely relied upon. You know, right. it's not it's not a, de- a dependent to uh, a dependence of the of the referee. It should be the referee should still be as confident as a as a referee. You know, and just be like, this is the call I'm making, and th- and this is what I'm sticking with, as opposed to uh, uh, maybe this is the call. Uh, let me see what let me see what my homie says in my ear. Yeah. Uh, and then and you but you I can, wish it was just like that. <laughs> yeah, what's good? Yo, Yo fam, you see that? <laughs> what you think? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, come but, on, stop for real. Yo, you playing, dog? All size? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can't even see. I don't even know why I call you. <laughs> so. So I, I've just been happy with it, uh, and and or well, not even happy with it, but I've been not disappointed by it. So uh, it's been used a couple times, and it's it's been uh, used quickly. Hasn't really stalled the game too much. Uh, so I've been I've been okay with it. So uh, let's talk about uh, some other games. Uh, Argentina against Iceland. This game. I mean, you know, like almost any scenario where Argentina plays anybody, especially a, a small nation like Iceland, this they should body him, right? They should embarrass yeah, them. Tiki taka this, tiki taka that. Like they were like, oh, these these Vikings, they can't even they 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 can't even catch up to all these tiny little Latinos. They're just gonna come in here. They're gonna put themselves in three point stances. Okay, <laughs> they can't catch us. We could chase them around. Also, we got this kid named Messi. I don't know if you heard, he's pretty good. Yep. Some would say the greatest. Who do they got? They don't have a messy son. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't have a Ronaldo son. <laughs> they have no one whose last name ends in Soninho. Okay. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's the big, their biggest flaw. Yeah. But Iceland, I mean, they, they do what they, they do. do. What they do. I mean, I, one of the most uh, organized, super compact, focused, defensive teams I've ever seen. And also, the- I've always said like, oh, they do is sit back and park the bus. Watching this, which by the way, we went to the Boca Juniors restaurant for this one we shot there. Okay. The and I'm explaining to people like, yo, you see, like the camera guy, none of the people who work on the show know anything about soccer. And they're like, go talk to that guy. I'm like, the guy who has, you know, La Doce tattooed on his arm? No. Like, yo, that's a straight up gangster. Like, that's a real ass dude. Like, that's not the dude. And I explain, like, you pick these places because they're great to watch a World Cup game because of the atmosphere, which means the better it is. An atmosphere to watch a World Cup game, the less hospitable they are to the guy blocking the TV with yeah. a microphone and a camera. So, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go talk to that guy unless he talks to me. You know, like, I, no, I'm not doing it. So, this place, the energy was not good. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> it was great after the 19th minute and then it stopped. For after four minutes later, it just went back to very frustrated people complaining, people kind of getting very angry. One guy had a knife in his hand, and I went up to him and I was like, he was eating steak. Oh, I thought he wasn't eating. He's just uh, watching the game with yeah, a knife in his just hand. Just a knife in his hand. Everyone's like, I mean, he really is Argentinian. You know what I mean? And I walked up to him and I was like, hey man, you got, and I'm speaking Spanish. I was like, yo, can you answer a couple questions uh, about the bar, about the restaurant? Because I, I was like, maybe they won't be upset because I'm like, I'm doing a show for the restaurant. The owner like told everyone, like, hey, these guys are here to help me. And blah, 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 blah. And everyone was like clapping. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe this will be easy. I went up to him. And in Spanish, he said, you you put that camera on me and I'll shove this knife up your mother's <laughs> private parts. And I was just like, thank you, sir. <laughs> and then everyone was like, you know, the, the director's wearing whatever. I forget, I forget what it's called, like an IDF. It's the thing in his ear. Yeah. So he can hear my mic. So he goes, what did he say? And I said it, the direct translation with the C word in it and everything. <laughs> and the two people, the director and the PA are both wearing the thing in their ear. They both heard me and they go, <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. you're going to learn yeah, real bruh. fast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to tread quite lightly out uh, here. Bruh. This is soccer. <laughs> when you see 12, it don't mean cops for these guys. <laughs> uh, but in the game, I mean, Iceland probably should have got that first goal. I, one of the sons, uh, literally every single player's name ends in S-O-N. In son. <laughs> I forgot who took the shot, but one of the one of the sons. Some son. Some son. Damn son. Uh, he took. No, he's a bench player. <laughs> Remember, damn son. Get out of here, son. Yeah. So. Took a shot that just went wide and uh, probably should have uh, scored that goal. But Sergio Aguero gets the first goal. And then uh, after that, you really, after, even after Argentina scored, you never really felt like Iceland was going to give up another one. Uh, and, and just and the fact that they scored, uh, that that's how they were going to score. Just like a scramble, uh, throw those giant bodies towards yeah. the net. And somebody- oh, no, very composed in front of goal. I forgot the guy who kicked it. Was it Bjornsson? That that made the goal, yeah. Uh, Finn Finn Bogason, Finn Bogason, from <laughs> Finn Bogason, Finn Bogason, <laughs> Finn Bogason, Finn Bogason. Yeah, we all know him. Al, we love Alfred him. Al. Hey, what up, Al? Al. That's a little easier. <laughs> like the Brazilian players, put your first name on the back of your jersey, please. Uh, oh, Al. He the ball's coming at him in a less skilled footballing nation, and this to some degree kind of also includes America. You know, you sort of would see someone wail at it. Okay. Right? Yeah. And he opened up his hips. No, Wales is not in the tournament. No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he would have he would have uh, got us at it. Uh, he turned, he opened his hips, he turned his foot, hit it with like the inside of his foot. I mean, it was the whole thing. I was like, all right, 
that's really composed for a big moment for these players. Yeah, I guess. They it. are very well prepared for these games. Yeah, and that's uh, like the Euros clearly set them up and, and gave them the confidence uh to, to 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 play as well as they have it like they everyone expected them to lose this game but not only did they not lose the game but they looked like they very much could have won it Argentina uh I I love uh, again there were a lot of people sort of uh you, you know Messi they're on Messi's case because he missed the penalty uh and right rightfully so yeah but again I mean, we're going to talk about every international tournament every Copa America World Cup. It's it just Messi is and, and Messi can't do it all. And we talk about the the comparisons to Messi and Ronaldo. And Ronaldo is it, the luxury that he has. It's not that he has necessarily better players in on in Portugal. It's yeah. just like the the style of play is not the game is not run through Ronaldo. The game is run through Messi. Argentina's strategy is get, Messi. Messi was uh, going back deep. Dribbling a lot. Yeah, I kind of lot disagree of though because there's other players. Serge Aguero. This is his last one. He scored. I mean, look, he, he scored. He, but like, why is it all on Messi's shoulders? But the, the, this is the main uh, sort of concern, uh, and why I think it doesn't really work w- with what they're doing. Uh, Angel Di Maria is is not. It doesn't seem like the guy that works the best with the, with that in with that trio. Messi. Uh, Aguero. He clearly is a guy who wants to use his pace to get down the side and send it across. That's his skill. But he and he did not do it well. No, uh, in that I mean, game. but you're also playing against Iceland, the team built to stop you from doing that. But but Di Maria should be better than the Icelandic defenders. He should be able to get by them pretty often in a game. And the only person that was really doing anything as far as like getting through, uh, uh, getting past defenders, uh, was Messi. And 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 a lot of it is because there were three players. Around him every single time he touched the ball. Yeah, but as soon as there's three players on him, then two other people should be open. And and it's not that Messi can't get the ball out. It's it's just like what, what I don't know. I, I think they they feel too much pressure uh, for being Argentinian. Being they they, they want to win one for Messi or what? I, again, mentioning about how psychological of a game it is. They I'm not saying that Argentina should absolutely just wax Iceland, but no, they should. Okay, I, I think Iceland's good enough uh, from a defensive perspective to to make it difficult to make it difficult. But they're not they're not they're not so good that it should have been one one. It, it should have been it two should one. Have been three one four one. Y- yes, but but and Messi buries his penalty and and we're not talking. I mean, once again, it's what just is, once I, again this guy. It's it's really crazy. So we have the conversation which everyone has: is he the greatest of all time? If you believe he's better than Ronaldo. You still can't believe he's the greatest of all time because a guy from his own country not only did what he was able to do, win, you know, win trophies, but he also won it with the national team, which to some degree in soccer is more important. Messi, once again, I mean, this is either too big of a, of a stage for him, which is hard it to was, believe. It was a trash penalty kick. It was a trash, like he just put it basically down the middle. No, he hit it off slightly, to the, slightly, slightly to, to the, the left. left. But yeah. like, no, they didn't make the the goalkeeper who is a, a director. He is he got them director. He has a hot YouTube channel that yeah, you should yeah. check out yeah. <laughs> called YouTube Son, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, didn't make it difficult for him. And and look, we we've seen David Villa take penalties for NYCFC for for the last four years now. And how 
like laser targeted to each corner is he what what is the difficulty in just burying it in the corner uh, it, it uh, messi can hit the ball from almost anywhere on the pitch and score and pinpoint it too and what is this thing this he's just so much in his head that he's like i can't no i can't go low i can't I, it's he wants to take the easier shot He's already had too many difficulties with penalties and, and uh, on in the international stage. He doesn't for Barcelona. He buries them all the time. He does uh, uh, Panenka, all just having a blast. But that's also a team that's built around his best skills. Argentina but when he takes penalties for Barcelona, why is he so confident? And, because and, he's and, probably and, so relaxed the rest of the time. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about all this stuff. It's just really surreal. And also, he's doing this with the greatest coach of all time, Sambaoli, which is very difficult to understand. Yeah, the greatest coach who draws with Iceland. Just, again, Messi's fault. He's not, <laughs> not as good a player as Sambaoli as a manager. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, again, just a, a, a surprising uh, result. Way, I told someone who was very upset about the draw that Sambali's my favorite. And like, the mierda, boludo. <laughs> he just, <laughs> Not a fan of him. Oh my God. He just went, oh, how could you like him? Oh my God. He's an asshole. That's how they speak English, Argentinians. Yeah, you got to keep the same cadence. <laughs> it worked in the joke. Uh, uh, Peru loses to Denmark 1-0. I mean. Uh, I, I watched this game. Uh, very much rooting for Peru. Uh, you know, especially with the, the storyline with uh, Paulo Guerrero. Uh, nah, no, Alexis. Oh, that's right. He was sipping tea. It was tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, all right, bro. So tone it down. Uh, uh, <laughs> you <laughs> sip tea at a nightclub? <laughs> <laughs> um, Croatia uh, defeats Nigeria 2-0. Nigeria and, just had no answers in the final really third. Really nothing, yeah. Did you hear about the story that they said that they, uh, the the fan, the Nigerian fans are upset that there's a story that like supposedly Russia denied uh, Nigerian fans the ability to bring live chickens into the game? to watch the game and Nigerian fans are like none of us asked for live tickets to go to the game. <laughs> what a it's weird... like this like racist story that's going around <laughs> no. but it's being reported. That my fav- my favorite quote unquote racist story or whatever is the the South Korean manager uh, because he very had, smart though. Very <laughs> somebody got mad at us on Twitter about this. Yeah, yeah. We we look look. I will talk about it in a second. But the South Korean manager, he was asked. Oh, you said the gulliest manager. Gulliest manager of the year award, which yeah. is like it's a gully thing to do. It's not pretty gully. Yeah, so it's like whatever. Uh, but the, the the South Korean manager, he was asked in a press conference in a press conference about like uh, so, so something about. Uh, why he I think he was switching he was switching the jersey numbers uh during friendlies and leading up into the World Cup. He put players the names on different players' backs so anyone watching them uh, no, be... I don't think the name I don't think you can change the name of the player, but you can put the nut change change the number. You can put it you can assign whatever number. Doesn't matter. You could do whatever you want in practice. Oh, okay. I thought it was during yeah, the I actual could wear game. Polanco. You could, no, no, not during the game. During oh, okay, during, during practice. Training. So if someone's spying on the training, yes. they're going to be confused as to what players wear. And the reason he did that is because he doesn't believe, supposedly, that white people or Europeans can tell the difference between Asians. So yeah, South Korea was playing against Sweden. So he said, he said Europeans can't tell Asians apart, by their faces apart. So, uh, so I was, that's, I mean, it's hilarious. That is, it's, I, mean, I mean, straight up the, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. That's, 
if you're the manager of South Korea, <laughs> yeah, you deserve an award for that. So we have a, we have an award for you. It's called the Gulliest Manager of the World Cup Award. And you just won that. And you just won that. So congratulations. You won the Gully Mundial. <laughs> La Copa Gully. So, but somebody was mad. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think he was Swedish. I don't I don't want to speculate or whatever. Yeah, but. he was like, oh, I bet you Asians can't tell the difference between us all blonde hair, blue eyed. He basically said, like, if this was reversed, like, he, he sort of accused us for, like, promoting racism and, and this manager was being racist. You know, and we do that in so many other ways, but this wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a funny thing that we're sort of highlighting. And also... It's kind of genius. It's, and also, like, it's not... Like, people not being able to tell people apart is, like, the most diet racism that I, like, fine. Like, who cares? Like, I'll yeah. live with. It's, like, so. That's better than not being allowed into a school you deserve to be going <laughs> yes. into. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, it's, like, not even if if you can't tell white people apart, like, well, fine. Like, we'll get, get over it. Yeah. You know? It's, like, it, it's, it's, I mean, and maybe this is hypocritical, but it's, it's, it's so, it sounds like. Like, like there's so much there's so much oppression and 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 racism uh uh from from minorities that have been disenfranchised yeah. but, and then when a white dude from Sweden's like Wait, what if they can't tell us apart like bro I don't even I'll, I'll drink those white tears right now because they'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. delicious <laughs> fine <laughs> fine they can't tell you apart <laughs> good point big who cares is it's- your coach doing it because they would have gotten goalie manager of the year exactly of the World Cup. It's just such a ridiculous thing to say on such a national, I mean, a, a global stage. It's hilarious. Yeah. So let us laugh and go on with yeah. watching soccer. Your concerns are unimportant. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you. So yeah, Landon Donovan <laughs> is doing commercials with the World Cup with a Mexico scar, and you're worried about blonde hair, blue eyed people being told, you know, told apart. <laughs> so, um, oh, so what are we talking? Just talking about? Oh yeah, uh, what was the next game we should talk about? Oh, um, Germany and Mexico. Mexico. All right. Look, we went. Why wouldn't we go to a Mexican restaurant? I don't know. But <laughs> they went to a place called Lorelei in Manhattan. It's a German bar. Okay. And this is where I was supposed <laughs> to. I mean, because Mexico was not supposed to win this no, game. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, there was some Mexican fans there. We actually interviewed a German guy married to a Mexican woman, and it was hilarious. I hope you see. I, I hope they put this part in. It's really, really funny. Can they tell each other apart? Uh, yeah. Well, the problem was they were both wearing South Korean jerseys, so I was I was bowing to both of them. I kept bowing. Uh, it was very disrespectful. Uh, but he was like, "Yeah," he's like, "Yes, I'm married to a Mexican," and I was like, "No." And she comes over, and she's like, "Oh, like on my thumb," and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is perfect for the show." But the energy. Them, yo, a German bar full of German people losing, angrily yelling at the screen (laughs) in German. I made the joke. I'm like, I feel like they're all going to march into Poland. And uh, no one laughed. One guy gave me the finger and said, get your fucking camera out of my face. He was really angry. Wow. And then some German lady, cameras were off. Like the cameras are being loaded into the van. And I'm just standing there. I got the microphone, like it clips to my belt, like to the pocket. So it just clipped to my pocket. I'm like texting. And she's like, I want you to know, I don't want to be in your video. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. I go back to texting. She's like, I want to make it clear. That I don't want to be a part of your video. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, do you see a camera around? (laughs) And she's like, no, but I want to make it clear. I'm like, lady, nobody wants you in the video. Okay. And she's like, well, I want to make Nobody sure I'm want not. some German loser in the yeah. video. <laughs> I was like, we got, we got, and I actually said to her, I was like, we got so much video of like Mexicans uh, like being happy <laughs> that we really don't need you in the video. And she was like very upset. And she's like, 
you know, you don't have to be rude. I just came to tell you I don't want to be in your video. And I'm like, at this point, I feel like you kind of want to be in the video. And she's like, well, do you need me in the video? And I was like, come on. Come on, lady. The, that reverse psychology. Damn, son. I don't want to be in your movie. Play it hard to get while she's putting on makeup. She's like, I want to be in your movie, but like speaking parts are kind of cool. Like, uh, But how did how did this happen? This was this uh, a, it, from watching it. It just seemed like. It seems to me like all the best teams just have too much pressure on them, and everyone else is just playing kind of loosey goosey. But Mexico, Mexico, n- never, never went into a World Cup with this kind of poise, especially no. against uh, such a such a team. But they were also smart. They didn't bring just their best players. They br- they brought their best players in their prime. Yeah, Osorio's very, very smart when it comes to this. Uh, former coach in MLS, by the way, I shout to MLS. Red Bulls, the coach um, I think Red Bulls. he might have been Metro Stars at that time, but yeah. Um, so he came in, he was like, look, let's be smart about this. Let's bring in... But here's the problem everyone has with Osorio, is that he messes with the lineup too much. Okay. So the next game, it's going to be a completely different 11, <laughs> and they're going to lose. Uh, I mean, why, it would be such a shame if they... if They they should win this group right now. I mean, this was the toughest game. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the game in itself was just surreal. You just don't ever really get to see Germany be... Like on their heels like that, or frustrated. You don't very very rarely in the last few years have you seen Germany absolutely frustrated. Remember their C squad destroyed Mexico in the Confederations Cup. Yes, destroyed no, was them. it Mexico or Chile yeah. in the no, final? They Mexico it was Mexico. Well. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, they destroyed everybody. So their A team should easily do it. Yeah, and uh, dude, Mesut Ozil looked lost when he came in. At, uh, the whole nine. Well, I mean, props completely to uh, Osorio, Juan Carlos Osorio. He 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 did. I mean, he did. He didn't allow Germany's like the 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 ominous Germans and the the, the war the, machine, the, the <laughs> yeah. war machine, the yeah. Blitzkrieg yeah. attack of of Germany. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna and I I loved. I was listening to his post game uh, conferences, and he really was just like, we the 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 plan was as soon as even the draw came out, he's like, he knew who he, who he was gonna bring to the World Cup, and he was like, I'm gonna bring my fastest guys. I don't care. You don't even have to have a damn first touch if yeah. you are fast. We are gonna we're gonna outrun Germany, and Germany looks slow. Germany they look old. old. Boateng. Looked like he was dragging rocks behind him, <laughs> strapped to his waist. Well, it, it, by the second half, they uh, they were already at the point where they were like, "All right, well, we gotta, we're gonna have to attack at some point." In the second half, they changed, but in like that that, that whole first half, they they were just like. How many times was the counterattack? Was like one defender, two defenders, Hummels, yeah. Hummels and Boateng were like Hummels came out and was like, "Yo, you can't." You can't do this. You can't have eight guys all trying to score yeah. and leave me, you know, ass out back there. I mean, yeah. he might have used different terms, but that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine he was like, yo, I'm, I'm ass sorry, out. I'm sorry he there. added Shiza in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ass out, Shiza. <laughs> so, uh, but but to see Germany in that position uh, caught on the counterattack so often, this game, I mean, it, it's... It would have been terrible if Mexico did not win, uh, or even if they drew, because they should have scored like four, like straight up. Chicharito, the, the ball that he left to Carlos Vela, if he just 
touch a little softer, and that ball is t- a tap-in for Carlos Vela. Yeah, Carlos uh, Vela would have sunk that easily. Yeah, so so just uh, surprising. I, I was I was worried about Mexico. I didn't know, you know, seeing the Dos Santos, the, the, they didn't start, but seeing the Dos Santos brothers uh, and like who were very uh, important to to Mexico in, in previous World Cups, and uh, so you you know you you just worry about that that kind of chemistry. Yeah. But I was just I was impressed with uh, I think it's. Uh, Edinson Alvarez, I think his name is for for Mexico. Uh, the the center back, I think he was, he's uh, twenty years old. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, kid, kid, tall, big dude. Yeah. Uh, and but but to see. And like again, well, you know, we we it it sucks to constantly compare. Uh, you know the the U.S. to to Mexico, but but the 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 big difference in like in that qualification is that. The trust in the, in those young players for Mexico. It's like if we, if the United States had that as well, we would a be a part of the, part of this tournament. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm look, look. I'm just pointing out that I'm sad. That's Are all. You say <laughs> that to let the youth go out there and to play their game is good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And but when it came to U.S. <laughs> versus France. You were like, no, you defend so you could score the point, blah, 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 blah. No, they played their kids. They played the kids. I'm saying yeah, that was we, good. We didn't let our kids actually play. We made them go back and defend. Nobody made anybody do anything. Yeah, that was the game plan Sarah Kim put out. He was like, yo, park the bus. <laughs> no, the point I'm making, it's not about, I'm not, I, the debate that You're we were having. your children to go out it's there. It's not about trust. You said they gained, they, there was no experience. It was, wasn't worthwhile. I'm, that's what I'm disagreeing with. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that they had, that they played that way. Like they played that way and whatever. And they gained no experience because uh, okay. it was trash. Well, we're not going to do this again. Well, hold on. Here everybody Mexico, called, last week, everybody was like, yo, Alexis is a hundred percent wrong. No, so, people were like all over the place. People were saying, oh, right. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that I have this much support. Now, granted, that was me dreaming and having a fever dream but uh mexico played to the weakness they played their strengths against the weaknesses that they could find in germany and it looked good think of the think of the the just the 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 the, the, the everyone burning it down if they, you did this in the u.s if instead of taking just the 11 best players you said hey we're actually going to take these other different players to play this game because they actually fit in the way we want to sort of attack yeah. This this big dominant country when it comes to national team games or international games, people be going insane like, oh, you can't put that player in. You gotta where where's this player? You gotta have your best eleven there. This was player that. No, Mexico went out and said these are the players we're playing with yeah, yeah. because they're faster, and and Germany can't handle that. Yeah, they did it perfectly. It was just perfect. It was great. I, Germany did not. They had it. Yeah, they had a couple chances here and there. Uh, nothing super super dominant. Uh, but he, he, all the credits to Mexico, and also defensively, they were great. They, 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 Mexico absolutely deserved to win this game, and there was. It's, I just love Mex- Mexico. Twitter is just fucking dope, man. Uh, so many fun things. Uh, I, I love the 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 thing with the 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 grandmother. It was that viral video. A grandmother uh, as as the players are like in the you know the cameras panning during the national anthem. She's uh, blessing, blessing all of them, them, giving them a little. She did like three. For Memo Ochoa, she did two for Memo Ochoa, yeah. uh, and because because her her I guess the grandson was like like you know mama like do, do the <laughs> get dale dos dale dos, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is just so cool. Uh, did you see the uh, the Swedish guy did it for the Sweden team? I didn't see that. Yeah, he put it out. He did it. For the <laughs> he goes, it worked for Mexico. <laughs> it was so funny. That's hilarious. So, uh, but uh, incredible. So, if Mexico doesn't win the group, that that will be the disappointment. 
They, they have Speaking a- of disappointment, Brazil versus Switzerland, I thought that would have been a drubbing. Yeah. I thought Brazil was coming in here to be like, yo, we took a 7-0 L. That's not happening ever again. <laughs> Other than Neymar's new hair. How about we just hair. leave with one point? Yeah. yeah. Other than Neymar's new hair, that shit ain't not And hitting. Neymar getting fouled. I think he got fouled 10 times, 11 yeah. times, something I like mean, that. I mean, it's smart if you're, if you're, uh, he just came back from injury. Yeah, but nobody was carded for all his fouls. Like, <laughs> I it, mean, what, what, Messi, they, they, they sort spread of spread it around. They sort of, yeah, but, and, but they sort of, the, the refs are supposed to be aware of that and they changed, they were more mindful of that, especially when Messi started becoming like becoming messy yeah. where now they, they started trading off the fouls like like if this was an NBA game right uh and and they they would start giving yellow cards for the persistent infringement to the last person who fouled them if they saw that they were targeting the player right and uh, they didn't really have the refs didn't handle that well uh in this game um what else? Uh, uh, let's, Belgium, uh, Panama. Belgium just absolutely I mean, body why Panama. Are we talking about it. Good. Shouts to Panama. Beautiful. That's why we're yeah. talking about it because they. But they, I mean, nobody wants. Roman to Torres crying during the, the during the national anthem. It was yeah. a very big deal. They, they, What's his nickname? Mazinger. I know. I don't know. You what, know what I'm talking about? I don't know. What. Somebody said his nickname, and I was like, "The what?" <laughs> I actually don't know. What I know Spanish. I don't even know what the hell that means. Uh, but yeah, it was a beautiful entry. England pulling it out in the last second against. The powerhouse of Tunisia. Yeah. Dude, we filmed this at an English bar. Everyone seemed really excited about it. I'm like, uh, guys, <laughs> you needed a find a, like an extra time goal against uh, or whatever, like, you know, a stoppage time goal against, Tun- you know, to yeah. Tunisia. But it's like a good. Yeah. A lot of times the there's a lot of teams, especially in, in UEFA that I'm not like super familiar with or right. whatever. Does Tunisia play in Asia or in UEFA? I think it's UEFA. It's right? Africa. Africa. Yeah. OK. OK. Africa Cup of Nations. They play. So. There's a lot, a lot of teams that I'm like, just like you. Yeah, you never really know what the what their skill level is. Right. You sort of base it on like, especially African players uh, or, or European players. You see, you you see them in a league somewhere. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay, I, I may not know the whole team, but I know this dude plays in like Serie A yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Or, yeah, he's from Fiorentina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot and, of those guys I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know, and it's just like you don't know what the skill level they're gonna really bring. But they gave they gave. Uh, England a tough time. I made a joke because all their last names are Ben, Youssef, Ben, something else. Yeah. Like Ben is a part of the last name. And I was like, that's so cool that they let all these guys put their full name on their jersey. And the director was like, we can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh, so right now, as we're recording this, Russia and Egypt are, are at halftime and nil, it's nil nil. Nil nil. Uh, but I, I just came back from watching, uh, I was up, I went to a bar in, uh, with, with my Colombian family. Because you're a Colombian. I'm now. Colombian. I don't know if you guys know. Just for the World Cup. But World Cup for the next, uh, about, about another, you know, 20, seven days. Like, remember all the time, like, the Brazilians would play in Turkey? Yes. That's you. You're, you're... I'm the Diego Costa of Colombia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, the, that's what they call me. Uh, but the, w- Colombia should win this game, but they lost 2-1. to one. one guy took a nice relaxation break in the beginning of the game. He's like, <laughs> you know what? I don't want to play this whole game. <laughs> uh, Sanchez. Well, I, forgot it, well, I forgot his first name. Uh, he, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this game, and the fact that in the third minute he is red, uh, red carded for a uh, – uh, what's his name? Uh uh, Carlos Sanchez. So he, the, the player takes a shot after like a, a, a you know, a, a clearance. Yeah. And he puts his arm out to stop the shot. And this is what I'm talking about. When Great it comes, goalkeeping. When it comes to the, like the, your, your nerves yeah. and, and the mentality in the beginning of a, of a World Cup game, the opening game, you, 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 you just want to get through those first five minutes. 
couple touches here and there get a feel for the game but his mind wasn't even there yet no and what possessed him to stick his arm out just let them score japan japan now officially has become the first asian nation in a world cup to defeat a south american team so colombia you have brought great dishonor <laughs> <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> parcero. ¿Qué pasó? Yeah. ¿Qué pasa, parcero? <laughs> the, uh, I mean, uh, shame. James doesn't start this game. Uh, dealing with an injury, he wasn't going to... That was the plan. They were like, oh, it's Japan's easiest. We good. We good. You. Uh, but just... I mean, that, that, that was the game. That, that's it. 87 minutes playing down a man. They, they ended up uh, scoring. Scoring on a free kick. And dude, the balls it took to do this. Yeah. He went under the wall. Right, like slotted it right into the corner. Yeah, Juan Quintero. Uh, gets, it, was a, it was a great goal. Uh, probably the, it, it was given. The free kick was given on probably a nothing foul. I, I don't even understand why they were why it was awarded. But good on them. Yeah, uh, you got to turn those moments when you're playing. Yeah, Colombia should ten. even with ten they could have won this game. But well, at the very least, taking a point. You yeah. want to be able to take a point. Uh, they, they, and they give up a goal on a set piece, and it's like. What are you going to do? Uh, like the, that, that, it's like they have an extra player so they can put an extra person in the box and uh, uh, and, and get that better opportunity. Uh, but Japan, honestly, last 15 minutes were a different Japan. They yeah. looked, uh, they were good on the ball. They were like Spain. They were like, yo, Colombia, you're not touching this. No, and also when they brought in Okazaki, yeah. that's the dude who scores. I he's was a, like, "Damn, they're going for he's it." He's a th- he's a threat, yeah. yeah. And and uh, and the Japanese national team they have they have Shinji Kagawa from Dortmund, Dortmund yeah, Okazaki, uh, Kaisuke Honda from uh, where he was in Liga MX. He might be coming to MLS. Yeah, he might be. He's old now, but yeah, I mean, he's still. Yeah, still he played. Beast. Where he played? AC Milan, I think. I think he played for. I, I no, he might have played Inter. Okay, okay. I think it was Inter. So a, a lot of skill uh, yeah. on on some of these dudes. So surprising uh, result, but. What are you going to do? Like the just as a Colombian, I'm very yeah. very disappointed. How's your family in Colombia feel about this? You know what? It's just like the reception is not always great with this, so <laughs> yeah. it's hard it's for hard me to, to talk get, to them. It's uh, hard to get in contact. With them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you could call your family in Dominican Republic and they can put you in contact. Maybe yeah, like they, it's like they have those, those call centers. And they cut connect the. They just board. put the two <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Can I get can I get H fourteen H fourteen coming up? How are you, honey? Um. So yeah. So a couple more. Yeah. Look. The the yeah. Senegal buzzing right now. They beat Poland. Yeah. Shouts to Senegal. So right now leading the group, as everyone thought, Japan and Senegal. Think about this. <laughs> I think. Uh. Hold on. Is it Iran is at the top of that group, right? Uh. Yes. Iran is at the top of the group. Yeah. Uh, we posted. We posted on Twitter. I forget what. Uh. You know. All the people that are on top of their groups. I mean, we could also just look at the uh, the groups. It is insane the way this is all played out but also like this is like the fun part of the world cup like you never know what's gonna happen i never know what's gonna happen you know who knew it would be russia iran france croatia (laughs) serbia sweden belgium i kind of figured japan top of the group those are all the tops of their groups so their respective groups so uh, it's been incredible. I mean, this tournament has been uh, just not, not just one of the most unpredictable World Cups uh, I've ever seen. Look, unless it's about somebody passing away, rest in peace, XSX Tentacion. Uh, if someone you know is talking to you about something that's not soccer and it doesn't involve something very important political or the passing of someone's life, tell them fuck out of here. <laughs> this World Cup is jammed. 
with stories and excitement and things to watch. And I get that there's a lot of highs and lows, but think about how fun this is as an American fan with no one to root for to just be able to watch all these other countries suffer. It's quite beautiful. Uh, so it, it has been uh, quite incredible. So, uh, so that's it. So we're going to, we'll do, uh, there's a bunch of stuff happening. Look, we're, we have a bunch of videos on our YouTube channel that are, that are coming out. Yeah. There has a bunch of stuff that's we're talking about right now. Uh, we're in talks. Yeah. We're in talks with doing a, a, a bit more, uh, you content. know, world cup content. So oh, yeah. be on the lookout uh, for that stuff. And I got a show coming out on Thrillist, which is a really, Really, really big moment for me. Yep. You know, we've been trying to get stuff, you know, independently in our careers, and I've heard a lot of no's when it comes to food stuff. And this is a big moment for for it's me mostly and, restaurants being like, no, no more food for you. Yeah, no, we can't. <laughs> no one said this was an all you can even family, but I got a camera, so keep giving me food. Uh, this is a really huge moment for for my career, and I want this to sort of propel Cooligans even further ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you guys are our fans and you see this. Uh, feel free to roast me, joke about it all you want, but do me a favor at the very least, like, subscribe, and share uh, when you see it come out. And we're going to have other stuff uh, that we're going to be doing together that's hopefully coming out soon. Do the same thing with that. All exactly. of your support is massive for us. And I know we keep asking for it, but it's going to get even more important now. Exactly. So um, a couple other things. Make sure you uh, comment on, uh, leave a review on iTunes. Oh, this is so very important. We're currently at 156 reviews. On our way to 200. On the way to 200, we're just 44 shy. That's uh, it. So help us get there. If you haven't uh, reviewed the show, please do that. Uh, it'll be very, very helpful to us. Uh, mm-hmm. And make sure uh, you go to WorldCupComedyTour.com. Again, we're going to be in a bunch of cities. WorldCupComedyTour.com. Uh, and we're hanging with Total Soccer Show. Mike uh, Majid. A lot of local uh, comics. A lot of big names are going to be stopping in. We're going to be got merch. It's really, really dope. We just saw the uh, the sort of sample of what uh, the scarves are going to look scarves, like. We're going to have scarf scarves. merch. Dude, yeah. It's going to be dope. Uh, it's, You're going to want to be a part of this. A lot of giveaways, too. That's right. Also, if uh, if you like uh, Andrew Schultz and Akash Singh, we were on uh, Flagrant 2, the, yeah. the their podcast. We were kind of promoting the tour a little bit, talking about t- their basketball dudes. And, and we, we're trying, we showed, you know, we're trying, trying, to, to, trying to teach the world about soccer trying a little to bit. Trying to defend soccer, represent soccer as best you can. I was also on uh, Friends in Sports with Graham Kay and Alex Pavone. Yeah. Um, two very, very funny Canadian comedians living in New York. Absolutely hilarious. Great, great show. Uh, Graham called in from a cruise boat that he's on doing comedy. So his career's not going well. <laughs> but the podcast is a lot of fun. Uh, and we talked a lot about, you know, just uh, corruption and stuff. It's dope. Okay, so uh, you guys are the absolute best. Uh, there's so many, so many things happening d- during this World Cup. So please uh, stay on board with us. We appreciate you. We love you. I love you. Te amo. Please love me back. <laughs> He's just hoping his dad responds. Uh, <laughs> Not going to say anything. Wow, I was quiet for once. Guys, my name is Alexis Guerrero. My name is Christian Polanco. And together in fatherless, we are the Cooligans. <laughs> You think you'll call?